at Backside Attack. At Vic Save. Uh, I'm plugged into the other headphone mic today to see how it's going to work. Why is that? I wanted to see how the sound came out of that one instead of this one here. Mm-hmm. Are you plugged in? You can hear yourself? I can hear. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Actually, that's just... <laughs> your, your green tea mishap? Uh, I'm not touching it. Oh, touch it. Drink it. I know. There's like shit all over the lid and stuff like that, so... It's uh, it's and it's only up to here. So you you've done it to yourself. I know. You did it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, Rambo five. Last blood. Yes. The last blood. I'm gonna stand by my comments of last episode and say that it is basically escape plan, whatever the next one is. Okay. And that's what it should have been. Mm-hmm. It should not have been Rambo. Yeah. It uh, it was a a a good Stallone outing, as a movie goes. Mm-hmm. But not what I wanted from a last Rambo. Did it feel like a Rambo movie? I guess. Or did it feel like a generic action movie? See, that's the problem. When you when you respond with, I guess, mm-hmm. like Rambo, the like still the first one, mm-hmm. First Blood, that's a Rambo movie. Yeah. And then you revisit the character in the second one. You're like, yeah. oh, look where he is. Oh, that's a Rambo. That's that's John Rambo. And yeah. He's gonna get pulled back into it. And that's where he's going. He's going to Thailand. He's going to do all that weird crap again. And, and they're taking him off the statues. And he's being happy. Mm-hmm. He's building the temples. And then the third one, he's going to go help the uh, the Taliban. The Taliban, yeah. And then you you feel like that's also Rambo. Mm-hmm. It's the same dude. Because he's on a journey, basically. He's right? on a journey. Mm-hmm. And when you get him in uh, in Rambo, the the real last one, yeah. number four, that is the character going home. It's done. He does his whole Rambo sh- Shtick. The whole thing is there. And, and, he, goes and he goes out in a bang. And he goes out in a bang. Yeah. In a beautiful, gory, gory, violent, just like vengeance is mine bang. Yeah, I think the... Uh, this felt tacked on. Yeah. I think that's that was my... Like, I I, I, I still want to see this movie. Yeah. Um, I, like, I have to go see it. Um, but... Uh, um, like, like audience response is going to be different from like, uh, like the di- the diehard fans will love it. Like mm-hmm. they feel like they'll they will love it, right? Because like it's 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 Rambo, love it no matter what, right? Yeah. It doesn't have that stigma that Terminator has, right? Because Terminator's been in so many different hands. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's uh, it's James Cameron's baby anymore, right? Or yeah, Terminator or, or, or Schwarzenegger's Terminator or, or Schwarzenegger's baby anymore. So, uh, Rambo still feels like it's a, it's in Rambo, it's in Stallone's hands. It's like uh, he's still, he's still attached to it. He's the heart of it and stuff like that, right? But uh, this um, this movie, the, even the vibes I got, like even when it first started coming, when it first came out, right? I was like, uh, like I was talking to like uh, like uh, fan of the show Raji, um, diehard, yeah, diehard, diehard Rambo fan, yeah, exactly. He liked it, um, so that's kind of why I want to go see it. And um, uh, and our co friend Steve is like saying like, uh, even he was like, I think he was a little bit. Uh, not pessimistic, but he was like caution. He's he's very cautionary about like watching this movie. He's like, it yeah. is, does it feel like a Rambo movie? Yeah, that that's the problem. I think like uh, if if that's you, my fear of it. If yeah. you have to say, does it feel like a Rambo movie? It's, I mean, it's hard to to not go into it thinking you're looking at Stallone. Yeah. As uh, as Rambo, I can't think of the last like Stallone movie where I was like, wow, that was awesome. Besides like besides Rambo. He uses all the words. Like, I mean, the dialogue is definitely written to be a, a Rambo-esque dialogue. Yeah, like he... Yeah, because only he can deliver those words. Yeah, right? And yeah. the whole deadpan, kind of like mo- like monotone... Yeah, it's just... I a, thought it was out, and they pulled me back in. Yeah, so... I like, gotta sharpen my knife and shoot some Mexicans. Yeah, because he, cause he knows this is the end. Yeah. So, like, he has to, like... Uh, he has to write it as a he has to write it as a guy who's just gonna be like he, this is 
the last this is literally the last stand <laughs> well so, it's last blood yeah so like he's he goes uh <laughs> it's not last blood and the next one is laster yeah so, <laughs> rambo six laster yeah. blood so like you know if, he, if people got a kick out of this movie that's that's, that's awesome. cool man that's, that's awesome right but like uh, if you found if you found enjoyment out of it that's great because then you loved every single rambo movie if, you, yeah. if you're a true rambo fan right because like because there's no reason not to like one two and three and four yes because those are all awesome movies, right? Excellent. If you found something you love about the fifth one, that's great. But uh, um, uh, I'm kind of cautious when it comes. I'm not like, like I'll still see this movie, but I'm not, I'm not saying that. Uh, I'm, I'm like I'm not excited to see it. I'm just gonna go see it just because it's gonna round off. It's gonna it just end off the. Yeah, it's it's gonna. It's definitely the, pent- gonna, the pentology. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely you're right. That that's that's the way to put it. Something it's gonna it's gonna put like a an ending on it for you. Yeah. Because if you don't watch it, it's just dangling out in the air. Yeah. Like it's gonna be out there and you're like, did you watch like Crystal Skull? I never saw Crystal Skull. I, and I still feel like I've left something out. Like I should at least watch it. See, that's the thing. I don't feel like I don't have I don't have to watch that movie. No, oh, that's a good. I wish I felt like that. Yeah, you know why? Because I just feel like because it it does feel tacked on. It does. Because I it, feel it, like my grandpa's about to go, and I haven't seen him yet. He's he's still not dying because he's waiting for me to go see him. Yeah, but I think a lot of people are like that because they they're saying that because there's no reason to to bring indie back because it's 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 uh it's well it's two perfect movies and one in the middle uh like uh oh no no Temple, I'll, I will Temple, T- Temple of Doom is the I'll it, defend it, Temple of Doom okay, okay Temple of Doom okay, okay it is the weakest out of all those movies. Out, out of the yeah, the first three, uh, the first three, yeah. right? So I think like uh, so. Okay, let's just say this: they they made three great movies. Yes. Okay. Dig it. Two awesome ones. One good one. One, one decent, decent Indian. One, yeah. You know what I feel about about, about um of Temple of Doom is it's it's still Indiana Jones. In his prime, doing indie stuff. Yeah, and you're getting him at a different time in his life from the first one and the third one. Like it's like a, it's a prequel. Yeah, so you're getting him before the all that stuff happened in in Raiders. Yeah. So you're not really getting that guy. You're getting like the person he's gonna eventually turn into. So he's not really your indie yet. No, well, in Temple of Doom. In Temple of Doom. Yeah, you get him. You're like, who's this guy? I don't know this guy. Well, he hasn't matured into your Indiana Jones yet. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. That I think. Uh... I think I'm just trying to like. Like you know, justify it. Like my comments are just being made to yeah, justify. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm just being polite. Yeah, uh, thank you. I the, uh, uh, appreciate <laughs> that. the. Uh, but uh, Temple of Doom is like. Uh, um, I think people were just like blown away by Raiders, and they're like, "Hey, what's next?" And yeah. then they see Temple of Doom, and if you watch Temple of Doom, then you watch uh, um, the Last, Last Crusade. Crusade, right? You're like, "What the fuck was Temple of Doom? Like, why did they? Why? why? I, I can see that. Yeah. So why was there 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 should have been an escalation? Like, because like Raiders of the Lost Ark was so unreal. Yes. So you go from Temple of Doom, and it's like it goes like this. Like it goes up, down. It kind of ebbs and flows. Yeah. So like, uh, I think, uh, um, but. If you haven't watched Temple, uh, if you haven't watched Temple of Doom, like uh, if you could just concentrate on the on the first one, the third one, if you go back, if you go into Temple of Doom, you'll be like, you'll be pleasantly surprised. You it's, will be. I mean, it's, it's a very it's hacky eighties. Yeah, it's it's a tittle, it's a totally different movie. It's like, <laughs> it's, 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 it doesn't feel like an indie movie. <laughs> no, at all, right? It feels so weird. Like it's just such a weird because like you had um, Big Trouble coming out then, Goonies came out. Yeah, not just a short round as in Goonies. Yeah, but like that kind of weird eighties. Uh, adventure movie yeah was really getting like Indiana Jones kind of starts at 80s adventure stuff yeah like the um the old 40s 50s 30s 40s and 50s yeah, like that, serials, that style yeah. serial yeah they kind of bring it back and then the 80s had that run of let's all do one yeah and everybody kind of did one and yeah. Temple of Doom is one of those it's yeah. not Raiders of the Lost Ark 
It's one of those weird '80s ones. Yeah, it's it, it's um it's not so much of it. It's not so much of an adventure movie. Yeah, it's like it's more of like yeah, it's, it's yeah. kind of like that uh, that kind of kind of Goonies kind of thing where it's like it's like just a mishmash. It's just a, ma- a mashup of like like weird events that just like that it it, coalesces into like one movie. It's a it's a spectacle. Yeah, it's not a movie. Yeah, like the you're always looking around like what the what the hell was that? Yeah, monkey brains. Come on! I know, and the, the, the thing, but the thing is that that last scene, like the, uh, the, uh, the cart chase, like you know they were on the those, cart, yeah, <laughs> whatever those things are. Um, that thing was that was awesome. It was incredible. It was incredible. So like, uh, it was so good that you went on that Disney ride trying to like recreate that for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like they put you in those jeeps. Have you been on that thing? No, the, I didn't know. I didn't go. Oh man, the the ride at Disneyland mm-hmm. when you go in there and you sit in the oh, jeep. Oh, that one, yeah, I have been on that one. And you're yeah. just going yeah. around. I mean, that thing, that ride is incredible. Mm-hmm. And all you think about is that cart chase sequence when you're on it. Yeah. At least for me, I mean, I, that made me feel like I was in that movie. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's Disney and they do everything right. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, you know, well, exactly. aside from the 1940s era Scientology and racism, but I mean, the rest <laughs> of the things they do, they do quite well. Oh yeah, there's a, uh, I think with, um. Man, Disney just uh L. Ron Hubbard tried to recruit Walt Disney. Nobody talks about that. Nobody talks about that. That's true. <laughs> Nobody talks about yeah. shit like that. I know, I know. The uh um yeah, Walt Disney just uh and, and right now Disney just uh just ruins everything. Yeah, Disney is is on a hot streak of like uh mustard smiles. Yeah, Bob Iger. Shit yeah. stain. Yeah, who's that uh, the CEO Bob Iger? Is that his name? Yeah, Bob Iger. Yeah, he's the one. Do you see that book? You know he came out with a book? Yeah, he's yeah, the they tell just, all. Yeah, tell all. Yeah. Busy kind of apologizing to George Lucas. Yeah, which is like weird. That how weird is it that we kind of like you know how like George Lucas for a while was the devil, like this guy just ruined Star Wars. Yeah, like what? Yeah, it was your own thing, and like you know you went to Congress and argued about colorizing stuff, like Wonderful Life, and then you went and added things to your own, and then you're trying to justify your bullshit. Like we were so mad at him for a long time, and now we fondly kind of look back at Phantom Menace. You know, if the kid wasn't talking so much and took out Jar Jar Binks, actually a pretty good movie. Like yeah. we kind of make it feel better. Yeah, but the thing is, like, if that's like a, um, but 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 George Lucas turned his fans into like spoiled kids. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It, yeah, because like he, he he gave he, us too much. He, yeah, he gave us everything. Yeah, like uh, any like he gave everyone. He told a story. Of, he told us pretty much the greatest like. The greatest sci-fi adventure action fantasy movie of all time. Of all time, right? Yeah. Which is just a mishmash of like old stories. And like, yeah, I mean, he he cherry picked really cool concepts. Yeah, like Seven Samurai, uh, Wizard of Oz, uh, John I, Carpenter. Yeah, or exactly. not John Carpenter. Uh, what's his name? The Mars Princess of Mars. Yeah, Princess of Mars. Yeah. yeah. So like he he just he just took a mishmash of everything and he just he cherry picked and and put it all into one story. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now, I mean, in in his defense, that happens a lot. But um. Oh no! Yeah, I'm saying that's uh that's, yeah. I mean, that wasn't a, a bad thing. He was no, just yeah. yeah. I mean, because all I've, good I've ideas come to, from somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. I've talked to a few people who try to say like, "Well, Star Wars is Seven Samurai." Then Star Wars is Princess of Mars. It's not. It's not that cut and dry. He didn't just say that this is exactly. I'm. I'm gonna. Re- I'm gonna put those scenes in this movie. He just takes like a, like a feeling of what you were getting from those sequences mm-hmm. and he puts them into Star Wars. Yeah, well like what triggered you to like to like have an emotional response to those kind of stories where it's like the seven samurai or Yeah. Uh, uh Oh samurai. Samurais are cool. How do they dress? Japanese samurais, swords, cape, okay, Jedi, like I can I can use this. Yeah. Princess of Mars, Princess in Trouble needs help or people are being exploited. And the female the the female is the is the strong lead and then there's uh yeah. and she's the princess. Uh yes. um and then the the coming of age story of Luke Skywalker, yeah, like those are all, those are all old school stories. Everybody- However, if you look at Lake Placid, Lake Placid 
is a direct remake of Star Wars. I've been saying this forever. You've been saying this forever. I'll say it again. I'll say it again and again. Lake Placid is just a straight up remake of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've been saying this for a while, actually. We gotta watch that, man. Yeah, I'm telling you, like the lake is the is the the galaxy, the alligators are the Death Stars in the forest, and Darth Vader all kind of rolled into one character. Yeah, you even have you've got Luke, you got Leia, like you got Han, mm-hmm. and Han dresses like Han. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what's his name? Uh, the dude who plays him, the Brendan Gleeson. Yeah, he looks like Harrison Ford. He even does the finger point in the movie. He makes the face in the movie. Oliver Platt plays basically R two D two Chewbacca. And 3PO in one character. In one character. Yep. Betty White is the Emperor. She feeds the dark side and mm. makes it stronger. And it goes after everybody and starts killing people. It goes wild. The yeah. Emperor couldn't control Vader either. Yeah. The uh, I don't know. Star Wars is just... Uh, there's. I'm not sure how the last movie is going to play out. Thanks for glazing over my wonderful explanation of Lake Placid. Well, we still have to watch it. I know. We got to watch it. Go, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> What are you going to make? Yeah, we, have, we have to make time for that, actually. We do, man. Yeah. Everybody should. Everybody should watch that movie and know that Lake Placid is a remake of Star Wars. Yeah, so I got the... Um, uh, I, I know how, how Rise of Skywalker ends. Uh, I, I, I ruined it for myself. Oh, did you? Yes. Oh, On purpose. Burn. Yeah. On purpose, really? Yeah, I did. I've been staying away from everything Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. I saw the Easter eggs and start on the the YouTube and like cutting all that out. Not interested. Not interested. Not interested. Mm-hmm. Just I don't want to know anything about it. Do you want me to tell you I how was, it ends? No, I, not at all. I know. I know. Exa- I, literally, I, I know. I, I don't want to know. I, I know the entire story. I do not want to know. Yeah. I, I I know how it starts, but I definitely know how it ends. <laughs> I definitely know how it ends. Yeah. I gotta tell you, like I was um, okay with Force Awakens. Didn't hate it. Didn't go gaga over it. But I enjoyed it. Yeah, like it's, sitting it's through a new it, hope, like, just retold. It's retold, new hope yeah. retold, and I, I think that's the purpose. And I was okay with that. Like, you mm-hmm. got to bring me back in that way. Yeah. Um, Last Jedi is just garbage. Yeah. I mean, it, and it's not it's not garbage because of the whole like, I know everybody kind of like talks about the social justice warrior aspect. The um, they're trying to bring in like like weird female characters, male characters, and, and make them all non-white, non-binary, do whatever you want to do, and all that kind of crap. Yeah. That, that, none of that bothered me. Mm-hmm. The actual storytelling aspects of that, of that bothered me. Like that, that character, that Rose, Rose, whatever her name is, Tycho. Oh, she's just not good no, at she, what she she's does. A, like she's, she's, a, she's an annoying character. No, she's a, she's a useless character, and I honestly think that she was put in there to, just to satisfy the, uh, the Chinese market. Uh, could be, man, yeah. but I think that that I, like, movie, I hope not, but I, th- that's my fear. It so. could be. I mean, like the Chinese market's huge, right? But I think that movie did an injustice to that actress. It gave her a shitty role, and, and oh, yeah, all I have, the yeah. freaks out there just smashed her for it. Yeah, like I have no problem with her. No, she was like, she, as an I'm actress, sure she's, she's a fine, fine actress, and she's she's you know I'm pretty sure she's pretty cool. But, but like, they but, just like they forced a bunch of crap into her mouth. I'm literally or little whatever you want to call. It. But like you know they made her Kat, say well, stupid shit. Yeah, but that, that that's all that that all stems from uh, Kathleen Kennedy. Exactly, it just reeks of her. But if you want to talk about crappy characters, Benicio del Toro was awful. I mean, he's awful in that movie. He's His terrible. character's stupid. His character he's, is stupid. Yeah, yeah, he's stupid in the movie. I don't know why he took that job. Um, the French they just kind of threw in there. Who speaks French on the other side of the freaking galaxy? Yeah, that that whole that was dumb. Well, the whole the whole uh, the whole casino scene should have been like thrown out in the like. Yeah, all of that was crap. That should have been that have been scrapped. Um, Oh, so much of that movie, like it just—I don't remember anything good in that movie. I just remember the shitty parts. Yeah, then you know what? You're right. I only remember the shitty parts. Yeah, like I—I I, just—I remember the science doesn't work when it comes to those, those bombs that were dropping in space. Even though there's no oh, gravity. Oh yeah, gravity. In space. No, the, the idea of gravity in space. Yeah, like, like, he, they're shooting—they're shooting missiles that arc. Like they're—they're they're trying to like actually—they're playing worms. Is what they're doing. 
They're trying yeah. to hit something in space far away by like arcing a missile to come. If they down. had like thrusters that were on top of the bombs and they were forcing them oh, down. Yeah. Oh, you mean the bombs that they were dropping? The they torpedoes. were dropping. Yeah. Like, how do you drop a fucking bomb? Yeah, they're just gonna float in away. In space. All of that movie is crap. Yeah, and how like when they when that and when that and like, all the male characters were seen to be stupid. Well, I mean, yeah, even the whole thing with uh, with what I mean, man, people have talked about this to death, but the whole thing is just crap. I mean, like every everything you don't like about it is easily justified. Yeah, Last Jedi was just, just slightly yeah, talking about. Yeah, because like Last Jedi was it made money because people wanted to see where the story was going, but right. like, uh, I bet you anything, it didn't get any repeat reviews. And I know, like, they make the argument that well, you know, people didn't like Empire when it came out. I'm like, no, but you know what, people like Empire. They didn't People like it when it Empire. came out because it was dark and it was kind of kind of grim. Mm-hmm. So they were like, "This isn't the happy-go-lucky ending that I was promised after the after the New Hope." What yeah. happened to the metals and the orb in the sky and all the happiness? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't happy, right? Whereas this, I don't think will stand the test of time. No, it won't. No one's gonna remember these uh, these movies. Well, not for good reasons. Not for good reasons. They'll they'll still ba- in twenty years. The kids who are watching it now, who are five, when they're twenty five, will not look back on it and be like, "It was it was, it was better than I thought it was." Gonna be. I liked it. I like it as an adult. But yeah, no, it's garbage. It's horseshit. Yeah. So I'm hoping. That this next one, Revenge of the Sith, whatever the hell it is, mm-hmm. the the Rise of Palpatine, mm-hmm. is um, I'm staying away from it. I really hope that JJ kind of hears what's happening, tries to appease the fans a little bit, and just gives us a decent movie. I'm not expecting the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. I don't want like a four billion box office. I just want something I can watch and walk away with. I think. Uh... But you've already ruined it for yourself. Oh yeah, I t- I, I totally did because I'm not. Uh, I have no vested interest in it because um, I know those movies aren't made for me you um, there's I've just been going on like uh, uh, like I'm, I'm trying to go to sleep I just do things that make because like watching Star like, Star Wars fans like reactions to like you know <laughs> yeah. what this movie is going to be mm-hmm. it, there's nothing positive yeah, I, I can't yeah. I can't blame him. Yeah. I mean, look at look at what we just did. Like we've talked about this thing for a while now. We just ranted on it again, right? Yeah, fuck this. Move on. Oh god. Yeah. Oh, uh, what were we we were doing something. I was going somewhere and I I forgot where I was going to. What about okay, what do you think about the new Batman casting? Um, I think it's all good. I like uh I like that Zoe Kravitz. I think yeah. her as Catwoman's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um if Colin what's his what's his name? Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Is he going to be the, he's going to be Penguin? Maybe. Looks like it. Okay. Looks looks like that's going to happen. That'd be kind of cool. I, yeah, I don't I have no problem with that. Yeah, I like it. I mean, the whole thing I I've, I've been very happy since the idea of the murderverse kind of died down. Yeah. The concept of what they do the movies and the, the animated side got more. Yeah. Uh more prominent, right? Cuz I mean, they just tell good stories. Mm-hmm. So like you're going to have um the Nolan trilogy is its own corner of the the DC universe. Mm-hmm. It's a certain earth. The CW stuff is a certain Earth. This new Batman thing, the Matt Reeves stuff, that's a certain Earth. Yeah. They're all little stories told in different pockets of the multiverse. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get a crossover with like Aquaman and then this uh, Robert Pattinson's uh, Batman. Like you're not going to see them in the same world interacting like nothing happened. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I don't want, but finally, I don't want to see that anyway. Yeah, I don't want to see it. Yeah. And I don't think it's like what they're, what they're doing is different. Like that, the murderverse is this Aquaman's universe. Mm-hmm. His yeah. Batman is Ben Affleck. Yeah. His Batman will be Robin, Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I do like they're doing more of that now. Yeah. It's just the DC universe now. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. I like that. Yeah, I think, uh, uh, yeah, I and mean, we've talked about it. So they, all the casting is fine. Yeah, I have no problem with it. Uh, I like where DC is going. They're not making a, like the DCEU. Um, yeah. The Murderverse. The Murderverse, yeah. yeah. You don't need to, there's no point in following it anymore because like, there's no point. And you can. I mean, I know if like Suicide to, Squad might be there. <laughs> Fine, that's cool. I, yeah, I'm totally okay with that. Yeah, I have I have high hopes for Suicide Squad. Um, <laughs> I, I I watched the, I watched the I watched the original. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, um, it's not good, yeah. but but uh, it's still watchable. It's watchable. I can't say the same for like Justice League. 
right? I mean, we we just talked about this last time. Like, yeah. it's 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 unwatchable, it's man. It's yeah, Justice League is kind of unwatchable. Unwatchable. Like, I watched like I didn't I didn't make it through. I was, I, I watched like half an hour. Yeah, I was like, this movie is shit. I uh, I did garbage. watch that on a plane. I gotta tell you, like the first scene took me out. Were of you it. waiting for the plane to crash? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I like living. I like life. I love lamp. Um, I was watching that, and it was just the whole idea of that when was he Bri- that was brick from. Uh, <laughs> it's the only line I know. <laughs> I thought you get a kick out of that yeah. when he walks up to the kids, and his his upper lip is just got a life of its own. It's moving on. It takes you out of it right away. I know. Yeah, it's weird. I know. The, it, See the uh, Ryan Reynolds thing this week. Yeah, that uh, we're about the. Uh, He's pushing his gin or something. Yeah, he's got his gin. Yeah. He's got a Cavill stash. Yeah. And the friggin' things is all over the place. Yeah, and then <laughs> Henry Cavill's response to that was actually pretty cool. I didn't see it. He's like, all he said was, uh, uh, he goes, ah, uh, there's not enough, he goes, not enough gin. He goes, I need to drink these, I need to drink that nightmare away. He's like, he goes, make mine a double. <laughs> <laughs> there's not enough gin to get that nightmare away. Yeah. That's, I don't, I don't mind. I mean, I, th- I think it's all kind of fun and funny, but whatever, man. I mean, I, I'm... Again, like you said, we're not we're not so invested anymore. No. I think um I think a lot of this stuff too is we really are aging out of their of their demographic of like what they're trying to sell to who they're trying to sell it to. Yeah. So like we'll get good ones and then we'll get a bunch of shitty ones and we'll enjoy the good ones and the shitty ones will just be shitty. Yeah. And they might make money and whatever. Like I say like Avatar. I think Avatar sucks, but like Raji loves it, our friends love it. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people who really enjoy those movies and they'll make a lot of money. It's not yeah. for me. Who cares? Yeah, like I don't really. I think with Avatar, um, I think like I don't, I mean, there's like there's people who like who love the like who love Avatar. Mm-hmm. I think that the, a large proportion of those people who actually love that movie are people who just love the uh, uh, just the spectacle of it. Yeah, not the story, not the acting, whatever. Right? They, they just love the spectacle of it. Right? Because when you see a James Cameron Cameron movie. You don't see in theaters that often, so what you're going to see is something you've never seen before. Yeah. So I think that's the, the driving force behind James Cameron movies is that uh, you're going to see like you, you like you have to go to the theater and see it because it's a new technology or a new like camera he's using or whatever. That's it is, what right? I feel about it. Yeah. So like it's a and we've talked about this like, like watching a James Cameron movie is like going to see is like doing a technical exercise. Yeah. So uh, that's why I will see uh, I'll see the next Avatar is like I because it'll make me want to go to the theaters. And like see it, and I love going to theaters and watching movies. Yeah, I think yeah. like that's that's the way I look at it. I'm okay with that. Like I always kind of feel like the um, the technology that he's gonna push in the uh, in the next movie is gonna be better for all filmmakers in general. Yeah, because he's gonna he's because he him and guys like uh, Robert Rodriguez, mm-hmm. Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Robert Rodriguez, uh, Ridley Scott, uh, uh, Christopher Nolan, uh, these and Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are still directors who like when you see their when their movies come out. Go see them in theaters. Yeah, go go see them in theaters. Enjoy them as uh as as you know. Even if you don't like them as movies, you know you're going to see something that's going to like push the envelope technology wise, exactly. uh, like filmmaking tech wise. Yeah, like the um, like yeah. in Inception, right? I mean, the whole idea of that fight in the hallway mm-hmm. or in the room when the room is moving. Like when you look at that, you see that happen now on um, Saturday Night Live. I saw that uh, Billie Eilish, whatever her name is, mm-hmm. she basically did that. In the entire vi- in the entire musical number that she did, mm-hmm. the room is moving and she's moving counter counter uh, clockwise or opposite to the movement of the yep. room. Mm-hmm. It looks amazing. Like to see that on TV, mm-hmm. live up close with like the way they had the, the camera rig set up, mm-hmm. it was incredible. I thought about that for days. Mm-hmm. It was just so, so well done. Oh yeah, and yeah. we saw that like in Inception. Yeah, exactly. Shot like in in real time with yep. with, with, with with real props and uh, uh, I don't know. I think. Uh, um, yeah, I, I I do believe that those are the ones those are the, those are the 
directors that you want to see, like they they may, they drag you out of your home and be like, yeah. you know what? Don't watch it on Netflix. Go watch it uh, in theaters. Exactly. And so, yeah, and I think there's. I do miss like things like for those like I was getting at with the um, the idea that we don't get the commentary or the special features that really break it down properly anymore. Mm-hmm. Now it just seems like you're getting these like I mean that's the problem of us with Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. You're watching your movie, you can choose to watch it by hitting a button that takes you out of the movie, and then you watch the the featurette either it goes online or the other another part of the disc. It doesn't let you quite like click into it. I used to love the days of, like when you'd watch it on a DVD when you watch the entire movie. You watch a commentary, and then you go watch the featurette where they break down exactly how they did it. Yeah, that's I I know exactly what you mean. Like, yeah, so for me, I, that's those filmmakers' thing for me. Yeah, because that's why enjoy. that's why like my favorite movies I still buy. Yeah, because like I want to see like because uh, not only do I like the movie like movies, mm-hmm. I love watching like how they're made. You really had a lot about that with Dunkirk, right? Yeah, like I mean, they really get into it. Yeah, like I yeah. even bought the book. Yeah, of how they made it, and. uh that uh because the movie is just like when you watch it it wasn't like that movie was it had like a 110 million dollar budget that's crazy yeah that's all like that that's you know that's, that's not much these that's days not for much that these kind days, of right? movie but when you watch it yeah it's like uh the spectacle of that movie it's it's incredible it, it, it definitely just, puts you there it puts you there right yeah. yeah so like that's why like i like i'm not concerned about like the uh the character development or anything in that movie. That's why I loved it so much. I'm like, it just cuts to the core. The whole movie mm-hmm. is about survival. It doesn't say anything about that. It doesn't tell you anything besides that. Yeah. In the trailers, it just says this, the key to survive, the key to victory is survival. Yeah. So it tells you right there, this movie is about just surviving. The, the thing about that too, is I, I find you're not getting at in movies anymore. These days they spend a lot of the, uh, the exposition in trying to build up why this is your hero, why you love this character, why we're going to follow him. He's so amazing. I mean, that's why we watch Batman's parents die like every movie, right? Yeah, I don't like, need that. No, anymore. no, they 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 just uh, throw me into it. Yeah, because they just they just want to. They just assume that the audience is dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're like, oh, we have to explain this to you. Explain this to you. Like, how many times do you have to see Uncle Ben die? How many times do you yeah. see Bruce Wayne's parents die? Yeah, and so you're wasting like a good like quarter of the movie with yeah. all this shit that doesn't need to be there. Into the Spider Verse, man, did that really well. Yeah, they just like show you every perspective of every character mm-hmm. in in just the quickest cut scenes. Yeah, like just kind of like this is me, this is who I am. Uncle Ben died. I th- I went through a wormhole. Here I am. I'm wearing sweatpants. Yeah, exactly. It's like that's it done. Completely yeah. finished. Spider Man yeah. Two did it well too mm-hmm. with the Alex Ross paintings. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't need to watch it happen again, but I just get to see all the first movie while I'm like, I'm reading about Stanley, written by, uh, what's it, Michael Chabon, all that mm-hmm. kind of crap. And you're seeing all the first movie in those awesome paintings. I think that I think the movie that did it the best, where it's like you don't have to like revisit the first one, hmm. is Aliens. Still, yeah, you're right. Aliens yeah. did a good job. And they 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 sum up the first movie in the first like five minutes. Yeah, and they just that's all you need to know. I got I got one for you mm-hmm. that uh, not only throws you into it. We've talked about it before. Not only throws you into the movie, mm-hmm. but gives you a breakdown of why the main character is where he is. Mm-hmm. You learn about him even if you haven't watched the first movies. Yeah. Is uh, Die Hard of the Vengeance. Oh, fuck yeah. It just shows up and like they give you the reason. Who, like, who is this scumbag? If you yeah. haven't seen the first, you're like, who's this scuzzy oh, yeah. cop? Like, oh, his wife left him. Okay, I get it. His family hates him. His kids doesn't talk to him. Mm-hmm. He's an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Bomb's going off. Yeah. Brother hates him. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, I got this. I, I can watch this without knowing anything about the first two. I'm good to go. Is is which one is your favorite out of the three? I I just love number one. Number one is the yeah, it's my favorite. It, yeah. Oh, there's a reason you watch it every Christmas, right? Yeah. But I think like if Vengeance were the first one, it would be the best one. 
I think number two, number one has got so much nostalgia for me. Mm-hmm. Has got so much like of me as a little kid watching that over Christmas all the time mm-hmm. that just kind of I, I love it too much. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Even number saying. two, I love number two as well. Yeah, I love number two. Number two is really good. Yeah, uh, I like. Yeah, one, two, and three are just. Uh, they're perfect. Like I, I just find that that's a that's a perfect action trilogy. Yeah, it really is. And it's like you can't say that about a lot of action trilogies. No, you can't even say that about like the next three. Yeah, the next three were just awful. Well, I mean, we know like the next two were terrible, mm-hmm. and then uh, the third one. This apparently, who knows if it's ever going to get done? What's going to happen to that? Yeah, they're worried about making them too superhero, right? It's like they don't want to make it so his past. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. There is there is a there is another third one coming out. Uh, I didn't uh, watch the yeah. I didn't. I I honestly didn't watch the first two. Uh, The number well, four point oh. No, I got. got, I'm shitting on them without even watching them. But I'm pretty sure. I'll tell you, uh, that one there is essentially like um, what what's that? The the Schwarzenegger True Lies. It's kind of like it's basically True Lies. Uh But Tim the Elephant is just incredible in that movie. Like, that guy's good in everything. He's good in everything, man. Yeah, he he plays a great villain. He plays a great character. Uh-huh. You're kind of almost rooting for him. Is it Maggie Q in that movie? Yeah, she's actually pretty fun, yeah, too. Yeah, I think, okay, you know what? I think I might have seen that one. If that weren't a diehard movie, uh-huh. if it was like Steve McQueen instead of John McClane, you'd probably enjoy it a lot did, more didn't, than... Did, didn't uh, uh, Bruce Willis drop a car on her or something? Or didn't she drive? She died pretty he violently, right? basically drops a car on her. Yeah. He like drops her through a car and the car lands on her. Yeah. And then um, Kevin Smith is in it. He's really good. And all of everything he's ever said about working with Bruce Willis since then, mm-hmm. even that, that cop movie, the, the uh, what's his has name, been Tracy bad, Morgan, right? it's been so messed up. Yeah. So that's fun. Like, I'm glad we have that now. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. uh, what's it called? Um, the actual the actual movie itself isn't, like, horrible. It's mm-hmm. not a good Die Hard. Yeah. So it's got its moments. It's not, so, not yeah, terrible. so, they, so it goes, it go, the Die Hard movies go, like, they go, like, one, to, okay, one two, and three are... It's not like they got better or worse. They were just like they were consistent. Like you know, yeah. one was unreal, two was good, mm-hmm. three was great. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't think anybody really even saw four coming. Like four just kind of showed. No. Up. So so four was on the was on the tail end of like where like you know what they didn't they didn't make sequels for the sake of making sequels, right? So it was kind of yeah. like still attached to it. So it, that kind of gave it like some credence, right? So yeah. That it was it, it still like it still feels like a diehard movie, right? I think the one after that is where people start going like, "Why the fuck are they make like why was not even need to be released?" Man, I think I think so. I think they had the same problem with that one that they had with um, uh, the Crystal Skull. Yeah, like you know the big joke of nuke the fridge, right? I yeah. mean, if you throw him into a fridge and you blast uh, blast a nuclear explosion next to him, mm-hmm. and he flies two miles in the air, lands in the desert, rolls on the fridge, and he's fine, mm-hmm. and he's what ninety years old. Then why am I even worried for this guy? Yeah. Like all the stuff he's gonna do from this point on, he's gonna survive. Yeah, because it. yeah, yeah. he's indestructible. Yeah, because what's the worst thing you could go through? Is like going through a nuke. Is just like being in the middle of a nuclear explosion. Yeah, and survive it. And survive it. Unscathed. After that, I'm like, I don't care if you have an AK-47 pointed at me. Yeah, he's gonna be fine. Yeah, I survived a nuke. That's <laughs> kind of like always my problem with uh, with Preacher. Like I really enjoyed the comics, and uh, I haven't gotten to the last couple seasons of the show. The show's good too. Yeah, I never worry about Jesse Custer. No, Jesse Custer's a he's a boss. Yeah, he's a boss, and not only that, but like he's indestructible. Yeah, in the comics, I mean, spoiler if you haven't read them, like give me a, give me thirty seconds, but nothing happens to him. Like yeah. he walks through that world. Like he owns it, mm-hmm. and he just crushes everybody. Yeah. Whenever he's up against any obstacle, he beats the shit out of it. Yeah. And if he can't, he loses an eye and then beats the shit mm-hmm. out of it. So I'm never worried about the guy. No, yeah, I, I, I remember when I read it for the first time. I was like, oh, when he runs into the Saint of Killers. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. This is gonna be it, this right? This is gonna be it. And it's not. Yeah. And <laughs> he just, he just fools him. Yeah. And talk about surviving a nuclear weapon. 
Remember yeah. when it went insane of killers and they, those guys launched a nuclear weapon at him? It's the same thing. He didn't give a shit. You're He's, in the desert. Yeah. There's like Hueys and choppers and all this shit around you shooting everything they can at you and they nuke you. And you're fine. And he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And th- that whole that whole secret. But those of you who haven't read it, I don't want to spoil it. But like, no, we uh, kind of did. Not, yeah. But you know what? That's the first half. Like we haven't even gotten. Into oh the no. Yeah. Half yet. Yeah. It's such a it's such a long story. Uh, um, even though like how he came to be. Like you yeah. know when he's in Ratwater and he has to, he has to get that medicine money for his uh, he has to get that medicine for his. Uh, pretty accurate show. in the movie or in the show. Yeah. Pretty. Yeah. Sh- yeah it's it's kind of like Old Man Logan a little bit. Kind of. Um, and uh, but uh, that uh. That whole scene when he comes back to the he comes back after they kill him and he comes yeah. back from hell yeah, yeah. kind of that scene in hell when he's like dealing with all those when he's dealing with the devil and he's uh, and all that stuff and then the uh, and hell freezes over and he's he just comes up they're like why can't this fucking guy die <laughs> there's there's no way to kill him there's no way because he does not give a fuck yeah he just he is a, a pretty irredeemable character but yeah. at the same time all he wants to do is be redeemed yeah but like it'll it'll just never happen oh yeah like and, it'll never happen and this the sound of his guns and just like when those when he went back to that rat water that, oh, that yeah. cesspool and he Man. just fucking he just he just slaughters everybody like it like again really well done in the show too oh yeah like when they when they do well, it in the show well done, and yeah. even the sound of his guns firing in the mm-hmm. show like he's five miles away and just these like you know I don't know like coffee cup sized bullets mm-hmm. are just coming out of nowhere yeah remember quickly down under yeah, what, 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 <laughs> kind of like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, where's he coming from? I have no I, idea. I see. I was glad someone else watched that movie. <laughs> Quickly Down Under is underrated, Un- man. Unbelievable movie. It's an underrated movie. Shot in Australia, I think. Shot in Australia. Yeah. I think the entire thing was shot out there. Yeah. But um, man, what an underrated movie. Yeah. I mean, it's I no Crocodile Dundee Part Two. No, like it's Down good. Under should give given it away. It's it's shot in Australia. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, I would imagine it is. Yeah, it, it is. There's a lot of uh, Aborigine in the movie, I mm-hmm. think, too, as well, right? Because that's so. to do with the like the how Aboriginals were treated. Uh, oh yeah, back then, yeah, right. So yeah, it's yeah. a it's a pretty well, it's it's a comedy, but it's got like a heavy like undertone. Yeah, to because it. the setting that the, the setting that it's in is is all about that whole era where like uh, Aboriginals were getting like uh, like the mistreatment of them. And well, like, yeah, there was a lot of like white farmers and 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 you know. Like almost like an artificial law that came in, yeah, pushed them out of their land, I, took them apart, killed a bunch of them. I mean, it was it was pretty ugly down there. Yes, the Australian frontier was gross. Oh yeah, have uh, you seen the proposition? No, I haven't seen that. It's it's a good movie about that. Mm. It's a really good movie about that, and it's gritty. I mean, it's it's a hard watch. The proposition is Guy Pierce, or yeah, Guy Pierce, and um, okay, I okay. Guy, okay, I know which movie you're talking about. Yeah, like I, still, I still Hill. not have seen it though. It's it's is it worth a watch. Yeah, it's definitely is definitely worth a watch. Okay. It's it's worth multiple watches, but they're all hard to get through. Oh, okay. And then to read about it afterwards is really it's it's quite like interesting as well. Like mm-hmm. when you when you don't know how much of a, a dark frontier story another country had. Like we're so um kind of caught up to American frontierism out here, like the mm-hmm. Wild West and how like the Custer and the Last Stand, the little yeah. Bighorn, all that kind of crap. Yeah. We know that all that stuff. But then you look at what happened in Australia. It was pretty friggin' dark. Mm-hmm. Like it was really it was gross. At that oh yeah, time. Australia was just uh, it was a and plus like there was, um, yeah, because they they had to deal with Aboriginals. They had to deal with uh, then it was just a dumping ground for kind of lawless. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a dumping ground for like for criminals by the British uh, uh, justice system. So. And now Andy's the president, the prime minister. Yeah, Andy, Andy, Andy. Oh, uh, what's a good one? Speaking <laughs> <laughs> speaking of all that kind of stuff, I saw the first episode of uh, Watchmen. What'd you think? It opened. Have you seen it? Yeah. Freaking opens in Tulsa. Like yeah. Tulsa 1921. I you, We've never seen that on TV. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, I don't know how accurate it was, but it was pretty rough. Like yeah. it was really good. I loved it. Yeah, I, it I, I'm I quite a huge enjoyed it. Watchmen. I love Watchmen. I love the comics a lot. Yeah. Uh, I did not like the movie. 
So I do like that this is a yeah, continuation see, of the yeah, comic that's, book. That, yeah, that's where we differ. I love the movie. Yeah, I, man, I, I had a lot of problems with the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I thought that movie was, like, super high highs mm-hmm. with a lot of really low lows. Yeah, I I, I felt that it was... um Because the thing is, when I went I, I went in, because I, I watched... I read the graphic novel... Uh, actually, I bought I bought and read the graphic novel before I watched the movie, because um, I wasn't too familiar with it. But mm-hmm. I just when I saw the graphic novel, it says one of Time's 100 greatest uh, novels. Yeah. And so I was like, uh, I said, you know what? I know the movie's coming out. I'm like, I should read this. So when I re- first read it, I bought it. And then uh, as I was reading it, uh, and then I found out the movie was coming out, I said to myself, "There's no way they can fit this whole thing into a movie. Yeah. There's no way." So I went in and saying, like, you know what? It's not going to be. There's no way you can put all these stories into it because it's such a complicated book. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let me just see if they can put whatever they put on screen will be, will be somewhat, well, somewhat, somewhat of a, a well-told story, yeah. right? So I think in that aspect they did, for me anyway. Um, and I thought that the they did the special effects very well. Yep. And I thought the I thought the acting was was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like the char- all the characters played their roles pretty well. Um, so and so if I if I added all that up. Yeah, I did. It gave like you it. what you want. Yeah, it gave me what what I was looking for. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's a good good way to put it. It delivered on what I expected. So I, uh, yeah, but, I mean, I I totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree. I totally agree a hundred percent with everything you're saying, and I also kind of disagree with like everything that you got. I did not get. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if I disagree. Like, that's a weird one because I had real issues with like uh the angle they were trying to take, which I kind of felt was coming up real quick. Like you were always kind of led to believe Doctor Manhattan angle. Mm-hmm. Was going to be the way they go. Yeah, stuff on Mars was great. I thought the way they told the the comic book story was great. The way they framed all the sequences mm-hmm. kind of made you feel like you were like you were seeing the panels of the comic book as much as you could. Yeah, uh, I I kind of disregard everything Alan Moore has said about it. I whatever. I think that's another case well, of well, he's gonna he's gonna hate whatever he's gonna hate whatever it's gonna be. So yeah. I think you can take whatever Alan Moore has said and not even worry about that at all. That's that's just his opinion. He's this is his story, yeah. So he's gonna hate it. Mm-hmm. The comic is great. The movie tried his best, but man, the fact that they made Doctor Manhattan the villain at the end mm-hmm. and didn't go with the squid, yeah, it just it immediately nullifies the rest of the story for mm-hmm. me. Because now you've got this story that's aiming towards like the superpowers, right? You've yeah. got America versus Russia. Mm-hmm. You you don't know what's gonna happen. Like you don't know who's gonna blame who for what. And then eventually you just make Doctor Manhattan a creation of the Americans the the a villain again. Villain again, yeah. And you're just back to square one. Yeah. The world's not going to unite and be like, oh, we'll unite against Dr. Manhattan. Mm-hmm. No. Americans, we're going to unite against the United States because mm-hmm. you guys made Dr. Manhattan. Oh, what yeah. else are you making? What else do you have in your labs? Oh, yeah. You know? So, I mean, it just like nullifies everything you're trying to do. No, no, yeah. I, I, I completely agree with you. So, I got like a bunch of issues. Yeah. But I do like that this has got all the stuff that I wanted from from the movie, mm-hmm. but it's following the story from the comic books. Yeah, like I I think when because uh, I don't associate with the like it's gonna it's kind of weird when I when I watched it because um, I saw it in theaters twice. Um, what I what because I, I just thought they were I just treated them as two separate entities. I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? Because there's a okay, there's the book, yeah. which is like uh, uh, which is like basically the Bible. Um, so you have like of comics of, of comics, modern right? com- of modern comics. And so, but then like because like then the the movie was just like you know what, um, it's its own thing. Yeah, so that's like, the way yeah, I have to look at. Yeah, because if I want to, if I'm gonna like, if I want to revisit the Watchmen story again, I am yeah. not gonna go watch the movie. I am going to read the book. Yeah. So. Well, I do like yeah. though is like the the imagery got the imagery that we got from from the movie. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah. Like it feels very Watchmen. 
It does, yeah. It it, it does have like very the, much. Of the yeah, comics. it does have the vibe to it. Yeah. Um, some scenes were like were straight out of the pages. Well, when Night Owl gets attacked. Yeah. Um, when the comedian, when comedian goes out the window. Out the window. Yeah. It, it all feels very watchable. Exactly. So, yeah. um, yeah. I mean, the 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 technical constraints about with Doctor Manhattan, I can see why the, where they they had to cut some corners and stuff like that, right? Because I want I would rather hear more from, uh, more from Doctor Manhattan's side of the story, mm-hmm. but uh, um. You know, I might make excuses for them. They didn't. Yeah, do it, right? and that, so, that like, was that was my only problem. Well, that's, yeah. That was my only problem. For me, it's a big one. Yeah, it's a big one because even his speech when he gives Rorschach the whole like, it has to be me. I it has to be me. Yeah, it's like, well, no, because we're just back to square one. Yeah. Eventually, we're always going to come back to square one. Mm-hmm. Whereas a space squid, a space squid coming out of nowhere mm-hmm. and attacking the entire planet is now you've got like an intergalactic problem. Mm-hmm. Like we've got a problem out there now, a trans-dimensional problem mm-hmm. that we can't solve unless we all get together. Yeah. Because now it's not just going to attack us, it's going to attack everybody. Yeah. It might have hit New York, but it's going to hit Moscow, it's going to hit Hong Kong, it's going everywhere. Mm-hmm. So now it's just like you've taken what should be we all come together to where it's going to be we all come together and blame the Americans. Yeah, it's uh... I know, that's like... No, no, I, I, I totally agree with you. It's, but the uh... show... The show was fantastic. Damn, the show was really good. Show. And the thing about the show is that it's uh, um, the music is great. The, yeah. the, 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 the music oh. is done by uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Oh, it's incredible! It's incredible. I mean, the uh, I, that's that's the one thing that you notice immediately when you're watching it. Mm-hmm. Like when um when Sister Knight when she puts her costume on, puts her costume on. Like yeah. every time you see her now, when she's really gonna get shit done, mm-hmm. that music comes on. There's an actual theme song, mm-hmm. which you never get anymore. Like that show's got a theme to it for all the characters. Yeah, it's a, it's such a yeah the the, the music just because like everything those guys touch is like uh, it's <laughs> it's Academy really Award good. winning basically. It really is. Yeah. I mean, like say what you will about Trent Trent Reznor. I mean, that guy rubs me the wrong way, but really? man, he makes yeah, really good music. He's actually one of my favorite musicians of all time. Oh, I, I it's hard not to uh, like yeah, admire what he does with music. He's, a, he's self-taught. Yeah. Um, just uh, um, his music just like it's it. It speaks. It, it just speaks to me. Like, yeah, it's I, pretty I, incredible. I, I love his music. He's one that he's like him Bjork, like they're they're legends. Um, yeah, Bjork's pretty awesome too. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, I think uh, um, yeah, Watchmen's gonna be uh, yeah, Watchmen is awesome. I think it was created by Damon Lindoff. I think right. Yeah, yeah. I gotta tell you that uh, that blood drop. I didn't like. I didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. The uh, the happy face, the happy face, yeah, the smiley face, blood drop. I didn't see it coming, and then when it happened. Like yeah, when when you saw the the thing that it lands on, mm-hmm. right away you know this is oh this is that mm-hmm. is this is that the smiley face like is that gonna be the smiley face of this show yeah and the blood drop hits and man I I, I don't cheer a lot when I'm watching something I have a nice little silent cheer for myself yeah I grew up reading Watchmen mm-hmm. um we kind of, we had a shop and then um, in that store it showed up like I don't know if it was one of those things we were supposed to get. Or how we got our hands on it, mm-hmm. but we got our hands on the first issue, and I still have my first issue of Watchmen. Mm-hmm. And then my cousins were big comic book guys, so I was reading their version or their comics of Watchmen when they would let me, mm-hmm. and I got around to that. And I had like scattered issues of it, so I was able to read like number one and then number four, and then I got around to like the whole thing eventually. Mm-hmm. By the time I was about twelve or thirteen, I'd read the entire things, go to comic stores and pick it up. Right. Mm-hmm. So I grew up reading Watchmen, and when I got to old enough to where like you know you like we talked about last time there are things you don't get when you're younger yeah. and as you get older you understand more and more and more and more right yeah so that was that for me like getting the, the inside jokes in disney as you get older you get the inside jokes you appreciate it more so i grew up appreciating that comic mm-hmm. which is why i got you know why i got so bummed out by the movie yeah but i really feel like this is 
the fulfillment of my life. This is my childhood wish fulfillment because mm-hmm. I'm getting this series now. Yeah, that's so good. So hopefully yeah. the, the rest of it's really good. The, the first episode just knocked it out of the park for me. Yeah, so, me too. I, I, was, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Not, not surprised. But I, I, I knew it would be good, mm-hmm. but I was like, you know what? I'm so glad it's this good. It's this good. Yeah. I think I'll turn your mic some more. Oh, sorry. Towards you more. No, just, just do one of these. Oh, there you go. Okay, perfect. Yeah, no, I was uh, I was very happy with it. I was um, really happy to see Tulsa get some recognition because yeah. that's like Tulsa in 1921. That whole I don't know I don't know how much more they do with it. It seems like the whole series is in Oklahoma though. Mm-hmm. But um, Tulsa 1921, the race riot. The race riots. Like you never see that anywhere, man. It seems like anytime you talk about like the like what happened in uh, in the U.S. with like um, white on black violence, mm-hmm. nobody talks about like uh, like Tulsa. There's like a, like a yeah. hundred people were murdered, yeah. like in the street, just walking around. Mm-hmm. Like the whole street was bombed. Like people put their own planes and dropped like Molotov cocktails in the street, and um, yeah, it always just kind of gets glazed over. But this like just jumps right into it. Yeah, it's a, it's. I think it's something people just want to put a blanket over and just be like, uh, well, it's a very grim it's event. A very, right? very, very sad. Uh, event. Well, you had a, a major affluent neighborhood, mm-hmm. like it was like the Bay Street or something of uh, of Tulsa. It's like it? Bay Street or something, but anyway, that that whole street was very affluent. There were a lot mm-hmm. of black businesses on there. Yeah, and then like a kid, I think it was like another um, what's his name, Emmett Till style thing, right? Didn't like some kid like date a white girl or in a in a like he dated or talked to a white girl and they arrested him. And they yeah, they and yeah, lynched and him. Then, yeah, and then yeah, yeah, go ahead, yeah, it, yeah. It, I, it, I think if I'm if I'm right, yeah, that's I think that's literally what it was. Yeah, it was like some kid in a store or something like talked to a white girl. Mm-hmm. Um. She said, I, it was, I think it was, it was Emmett it was, Tilly. It was, yeah, it was literally like, literally over nothing. Yeah, she yeah. said something else about what happened. They took him to jail. Uh, they thought they killed him or something like that. And the black mob showed up and then a white mob showed up and they just went to war. And then the entire street, like it was quick. Like the entire street is just chaos then. Mm-hmm. And then like people got in their private planes and flew their own planes over and just dropped like, I don't know if it was grenades or what. They were, they were dropping like homemade bombs yeah. onto the street and just shooting black people in the street. I think it's something like five white guys died or whatever it was, and mm-hmm. it was like a hundred black people died. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a straight up race riot. Yeah, um, it's crazy. I yeah. mean, it's definitely worth looking up. Mm-hmm. Oh, for definitely, yeah, I should, like, you should I, look I, it up. I feel like I, I, my facts I, I right should here. look it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I should yeah. definitely get my facts right. But I remember it was one of those things that we kind of learned a little bit about here, and then that was it. And I remember, like, I think I read about it when I was in the casino. Like, it was one of those things that was in the paper at some point. Like the, the, um, anniversary of the race riot, and I remember reading about it then. And then to see it there, where it, you forget about it, mm-hmm. like you never hear about it, and all of a sudden, Watchmen looks like they're just going full tilt into it. Mm-hmm. So we kind of need to see how that goes. I know, yeah, it's uh, um, yeah, I just can't wait. To, I, I think the, the the series when it comes out, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it. Well, I think you're gonna you're gonna have to. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's that good. It's really because really are shows that are um have the content that you want, but are so well executed. Yeah, that is so rare. And uh, so that's no why fat, I, no fat. There's yeah. no fat. Yes. Mistake. So like, um, again, they, and they don't, they, 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 sometimes they feel like they go on too long or, um, or some people just get, they age too much and stuff like that. And they're like, they, their character is just kind of like, you know what, you're not interested in it anymore because like, you know, you're too old to be doing this or yeah. whatever. Right. So, um, Watchmen just feels like, um, this is something I can sink my teeth into and just be like, uh, it has that rewatchability factor, right? Yeah. Because it's, it's such a hard, hard story. And so, uh, and it, it's hard, but it also has that, enter, that entertainment aspect to, to it too, right? It's because like, and it's in the universe that I love. Yep. So like, I think that's um, that's why I was so attracted when I heard about it. I was like, I can't wait to watch. And the fact that uh, uh, 
that Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross were like doing the soundtrack of it. I'm like, that just adds more credence to it. And I was like, yeah, I right? can't wait to watch. I can't wait to watch this again. I, yeah, that, that's you know? a big part. I, I just really miss having soundtracks that you can you can listen to and remember parts the of whatever you were watching. Yeah, like you don't really get that anymore. No, I think uh, we've always talked about. It. We just oh yeah, like maybe a, like Hans Zimmer stuff up until I don't know, like up until Dark Knight Rises, maybe like even then. Interstellar was pretty good too. Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, fun fact, still haven't watched Interstellar. I have got to get around to I'll, it. I, I'll give it to you. You have to watch it. I'm pretty sure it's still on Netflix. I, just, I should just turn the TV on and and push the end button. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's on if it's on Netflix, you, you should watch it. But but the thing is, it's an investment. Yeah, it's not a short movie. No, it's like watching 2001. You yeah, have it's, to, time it's, it's an investment, it. but it's it's such a good movie. Like it's 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 a it's a tear jerking movie. Like that's a good really movie. yeah. It's, oh wow, it, it's um, I think you should like if you really pay attention to it, like mm-hmm. the science behind it, because like, Kip Thorne uh, worked on this movie. Oh, get out of town! Yeah, really? Was, yeah, he was a technical advisor on this movie. Oh wow! And uh, uh, just to, how to how to create um, how to simulate like black holes and try mm-hmm. to get it on screen, like how they would actually look, how they would function, yeah, how time would progress, and, like people who are traveling through space and like if they go into like a kind of an incubation or like deep sleep, mm-hmm. like how they age and stuff. They like hover that. past a wormhole. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. And yeah. so how they uh, how they work out how they work wormholes out. Um, how and how yeah, just how people age and stuff like that. That's actually a big part of the movie. Oh wow! And uh, that's really cool. I did. I mean, I knew that it was it was a uh, wormholey. Yeah, but I didn't know it was that in depth about it. Yeah, it's um, uh, it's incredible. And there's hmm. no there's no green screen or anything in this movie. It's all practical effects. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, that's it's really like yeah. Cool. I think it's like ninety five percent practical effects. That's really cool. I remember they were interviewing Matthew McConaughey about this movie, and he said, uh. Oh, that's right. He is like he's the main dude. Yeah, he's oh, he, he's, yeah, he's right. phenomenal in this movie. And he they even said uh, this guy was uh, asking him, like, "What's it like to work with uh, Christopher Nolan?" And he's mm-hmm. like, "He's he's like, well, he's he's like saying, yeah, he's the man." And uh, he goes, well, "What about that scene where like you're feels like you're flying in space and stuff like that, and you're yeah, in, yeah. you're in that uh, thing?" He goes, "Was that all CGI?" He's like, "No." He goes, "No, that was all practical. We shot that in a massive warehouse." That's crazy. Yeah, and it's that's like really yeah. Cool. So like when you watch this movie. Um, uh, that, that yeah, that's movie. This movie is a commitment where you have to like sit down and just be like, and you have to look at it and just be like, wow, like just uh, just pay attention and watch it. He is kind of like I always kind of feel like uh, Christopher Nolan is is that version of Terrence Malick that we want, like Aronofsky and Terrence Malick, the way they make movies. Yeah, like they they do some stuff, and I always feel like uh, Darren Aronofsky is mad at his dad. Like I I feel yeah. like every movie you watch, <laughs> he's just mad at his dad. Yeah, because Darren his movies are, are like I find that with Darren Aronofsky's movies that they're you can only watch them once. Yeah, because it's homework. It is. Darren Aronofsky movies are just homework. Yeah, they're just they're 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 high is homework. It's it's, it's Requiem for a Dream is homework. Yeah. Friggin' what was that last one he did? The the one Mother. Mother, Mother. is homework. Yeah, so like the, the they're they're well made movies. Yeah. But I'm just like when you when you're done, you're like, okay, thank god like okay, that was great, <laughs> but thank God it's over. Thank God it's done. Yeah, like Requiem for a Dream, I can only watch once because it's it's that depressing. I don't want to watch Ass to Ass more than once. <laughs> that whole sequence is so weird. Which one? Ass to ass, man. Wrecking for a dream. Oh, the, the whole the, scene the last of the club. Scene? Yeah. yeah, like all of that is just, it's so unwatchable, but you need to watch it. Like you got to, because it's homework. But yeah. um, like, like just the idea of, of getting your mother addicted to heroin yeah. or meth, speed, and she's she's dead in one room. And then, you know, you lose an arm because you're a drug addict yeah. in one room. You killed your friend because, you know, you turned him into an addict. Mm-hmm. Then you ruined your girlfriend's life. Yeah, it's 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 such a it's such a it's a sad, depressing movie. That dude's got daddy issues. Oh man! Like Aaron Offsy's like even mother, like mother is he's got some mm-hmm. like he's really upset with his father. 
And he's really upset with his religion. Yeah. Like, he's got a lot of problems. Yeah, he he explores really like dark themes. I think they're a lot. I think majority of them are personal. Yeah, I think so. I, because when you when I do watch his movies, I don't feel like I'm getting any kind of um, like emotional growth for myself. I feel like I'm watching somebody yell at a wall because he's mad at his dad. No, yeah, because no, I I feel the same way. Because when I watched after I watched uh, Wrecking for a Dream, I just felt like I felt good. Cause I'm like, at least my, at least I'm not like these fucking people. <laughs> at least I'm, I'm like, not these guys. Yeah. So what a bunch of freaks. I know. I'm like, uh, and Ellen Burstein is actually she's in Interstellar. Really? Oh wow. She's in the she's in one of the saddest scenes. She is arguably like one of the most. I I, I don't know how much people in our generation. I would say in our generation. Forget like people born pre 1980. Mm-hmm. But I would say like anybody born pre 19. 19- Maybe ninety or ninety five. Who sees her around? Yeah, don't know how good she's been in everything she. Oh been yeah, in. she's she's fantastic in everything she she's does. She's always good in everything she does. Yeah, she she just has, like, your heart breaks for her. Yeah, uh, when when you watch when you watch her in something like especially in, in Requiem, like yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. you feel bad for like she's, like her life is so sad and Ugh. pathetic, and you're like, holy shit! I'm Brutal. like, I feel so bad for her. That's and, rough. Uh, she should have been Martha Kent. <laughs> yeah, she should have. <laughs> right. Give give her Martha Kent. Yeah, and she's uh and she's in one scene in Interstellar. Really? Yeah, and she and she she nails it. Oh man. Yeah. See, maybe that was uh Christopher Nolan seeing what she went through and all the other crap she's done there in Oscar like, I'll give her a good movie. Yeah. I'll give her a good movie. Yeah, she's uh yeah, like like everybody in Interstellar is yeah. unbelievable. And has like Michael Caine in it, it's got like uh John Lithgow's in it. Well, it's um, kind of got like the uh, like his and Hathaway's in it. His team, like the Nolan, the Nolan, yeah, the Nolan, the Nolan pack, yeah, and uh, the No Pack, yeah, <laughs> the No Pack, yeah. So yeah, it's um, it's definitely worth watching. Yeah, I'll give it a go, man. Yeah. I I really I I don't know why I never got around to it. It's mm-hmm. one of those things where I think what happened was that came out, and the one with what's her name came out, um, Lois Lane. That one that she did, where she did another space movie, the Lois Lane uh, brought there from, from Arrival. Arrival, yeah, that yeah. came out, and then I kept thinking about Matthew McConaughey and the Jodie Foster movie that, that he did. did, 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 did he, uh, that Denise movie. Which one? What? The, the, Denis Villeneuve, yeah, that guy who directed uh, Blade Runner. He directed Arrival. Yeah, he did Arrival. And he did, uh, what's the other movie called? Prisoners? Did he do Prisoners? I think he With, did, too. With uh, Wolverine and Mysterio? I think he did, yeah. That movie is phenomenal. Yeah, I think he did that movie, too. I, uh... Yeah. Man... I felt bad for Paul Dano. Yeah, for he a did. While. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, that movie's that movie's phenomenal. It's incredible. That, yeah. that is a Prisoners is a slow burn. Yeah, that is just it's tough to watch. You're on you're on the edge of your seat all the time. But that, those are his movies. Yeah, man. Think of one. Think of all of his movies. Like think of Prisoners, Arrival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Sicario. Oh Blade yeah, Runner. that's They're right. all slow burners, but they're like the tension is there. You're just they're like right up there, and they're 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 filmed beautifully. Okay, did he do the one with the? Uh, with, with Mysterio there, uh, Gillen Haley. Did he do that one where he plays the double? What was that movie? I think oh. he did, right? Where he plays the double and he meets uh, his his little teacher version of himself, and him and his him and his like double switch places. Oh, then uh, he gets eaten by a spider. This is gonna bother me. I got I gotta look this up. Yeah, it's we'll just take a look at uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, and it was a, I think it was like a Canadian movie. It might have been Villeneuve, but it's it's the weirdest friggin' thing. It's one of those it's one of those movies. It's just. It starts off where he's in like an underground, like Japanese club, and and he's got like a spider in a glass bowl, and that's kind of like the the way the movie kicks off. And then after that, he just like slowly goes nuts. He's driving around, and he meets a double. And he's, his wife is weird. Yeah, that's prisoners. Not prisoners. That is prisoners. He he's. Uh, are you sure? Yeah, it's not prisoners. Prisoners is the Hugh Jackman one. Where the kids get kidnapped. 
Jake Gyllenhaal is in prison. Is prisoners? He's as well. in prisoners. Yeah. yeah. He plays the uh, speed head looking detective. Uh, let's see here. I. Incendies. Let's see here. Well, okay. I could keep looking for this, but like, uh, yeah. yeah, there's a. But, but I think that was a Villeneuve movie as well. And it's, again, it's a very, like, nothing really happens. Then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, everything, everything happens, happens yeah. in one moment. And you basically leave the theater with your mouth open. Mm-hmm. Like, what? What? Like, I mean, he literally gets eaten by a giant spider at the end of the movie. And I, I'm not to spoil it, but you're probably not going to watch it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's walking around. Uh, he walks in his apartment. And he sees his wife. And then she kind of goes away. And he comes back around the corner. And he walks into a room to see what's up, like, where she is. And there's just like a 300 pound, like the size of a Bengal tiger mm-hmm. spider, just in the wall doing doing that Batman thing, which is like in the corner of the wall. And then he kind of makes a move, the spider moves, then he moves, the spider gets him. Oh, shit. <laughs> and you're like, oh, what, what? There is no giant spider in any of this. Shit, I'm like, I- I'm not sure if I could watch that like, movie. This this just kind of happened. Yeah, I have massive arachnophobia. Oh, yeah, no, then you probably, I probably just did you a favor. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's, uh, it's a pretty realistic looking giant. I mean, it is not. It's not a small spider. It's it's bigger than his bed. Like it's a gigantic. Yeah, there's no way. There's spider. no way I could watch that movie. Yeah, I'm so. Okay, as I. Okay, if it's if it's a daddy long legs and stuff like that, I don't give a shit. You're I, good. I, I could eat that thing. So yeah, not even yeah. not even a spider. Yeah. So like, but if it has girth. <laughs> if the spider has girth, it has girth. Yeah. Like if, if I can if I can like if its abdomen is the size of like a nickel or something like We're that. Coming back to the girth for a second. But yeah, if it's yeah, got like after that, I'll run. So if it's got like the uh, the head, the abdomen, and the thorax. If I can make out every single part of their body, yeah, and it's all visible. Yeah, and I'll okay, let me see. If it has hair on it, yeah. yeah, I'm out of there. So okay, so let's just say it's the size of uh, I don't know your thumbnail, but you can you can distinctly make out the hair. Um, the size of my thumbnail. Thumbnail. Oh, I don't give a shit. And you're fine. I'm fine. Okay, so if it's like a tarantula, you you got problems. A tarantula? Oh, yeah, I'll fucking run. Okay. Yeah, I'll yeah, sell, yeah. If it's in my house, I'll sell the house. <laughs> I'll sell the house. I'll lock the doors. I'll sell the house. Yeah. If I can't sell the house, I'll burn the place down. Yeah. I like I. This sounds pretty bad, but if they if they went it's if spiders went it's extinct, mm-hmm. I I would like I'd have you'd be cool. I'd be drunk the entire day. I'd be like, yeah, I'm be yeah. alright with that. Yeah. I I uh, but they do so much. I like spiders. They do a lot of good. I, I tend to, not to freak you out, but I mean, if they're in the basement out here, I'll generally leave them alone for a couple of days. Do like you have daddy long ways in here? No, we get big ones. I don't know what they're called, but they're like, um, I don't know, let's just say they're they're probably, if you put a quarter down, they can put their legs around the entire quarter. I'd say like a loony. If you put a loony down, they can put their legs around the entire loony. Okay. And they're hairy. They look kind of tarantula-ish, but they're really small. Okay. Yeah, those guys. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, they got the gigantic gray kind of like like wolfy looking uh, fur on them. Mm-hmm. But they're not like they're not bad. They just kind of sit around and do their own thing. They eat all the bugs. Yeah. So I mean, if they're coming, I'm not like I got a basement full of bugs. Yeah. Like I'm, a, I'm some kind of a hoarder. Yeah. I got a nice clean house. People, yeah. don't judge me. Well, except for the tea that I just spilled here. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Sorry, but we'll um, no. Nah, hey, man, you're good at clean houses. <laughs> this, <Yeah>. this is <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I clean houses for 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 my day job. Yeah, so it's, it's, yeah it's your it's your. Uh, it's this, my my forte. It's TSP. It's t- tetrasodium phosphate. That yeah, exactly. Clean I owe you a packet of that. So. Yeah, that'll, that'll clean whatever. Mm-hmm. If you got problems that you want to make go away, that's uh, that's the thing. Hey, so speaking of girth, TSP, uh, you can also use that to uh, clean your walls too. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yep. it, it mm-hmm. does a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you gotta dilute it if you're gonna do your walls because that'll take the paint off your it'll walls. Take the paint off, yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, think, um, I think you do a, a three to one ratio of water. I would I would say that's yeah. probably accurate. Mm-hmm. I mean that seems about accurate to me. I, it's usually like a I can't, yeah I know this because I've washed my walls and I've, I've used TSP as well. Yeah, no. you drop a tablespoon in a jug, 
you're going to get a pretty good result. Exactly. Um, it won't take the color off your carpets or anything like that. No, it won't. You can leave a little bit on your carpet, let it soak it up, mm-hmm. and take care of that stuff. I, that, you know what? I'm going to go buy some today, actually. It's handy stuff. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah. Especially it's if you have a, a pet. What's that? Especially if you have a pet. Especially if you have a pet. Yeah. Yeah. If you've got pets, that's oh, where you want to go. Did I tell you that uh, last week I... Uh, Hold on. No, sorry. You, go ahead. You, you have a pet. No, sorry. You, you, no, no, no. I just want to let people know that you got the greatest name for your dog ever. It's a like pretty dark little Pomeranian. Yeah. What's his name? Barry. That's ah, freaking amazing. <laughs> I, I, it is one of the best dog names I think I've ever heard. Not just how like, you show Barry, even before that. Mm-hmm. Barry? Barry. The Pomeranian. Yeah. Just a brilliant Barry, name. Yeah, he's Blackberry. That's, a, that's his code name. Blackberry. And uh, he has cocaine lips. Because <laughs> he's, he's little, pure black, but he has, his li- white. he has white fur all over his lips. That's and his, awesome. On his tummy is all uh, uh, is all white fur, and his paws have white fur on the, underneath. But he's, the rest of him is like pure black. The Pomeranian yes. Barry. So uh, did I tell you that I, I, I rescued a cat? Yeah, we talked about it last time. Yeah, so uh, yeah. He just so, kind of showed up. He was in the garage. He was under my car and just trying to get out of the cold. So I picked him up and he brought him in the house and he's uh, he's a ginger, all ginger cat. And, Ginger's uh, are the devil. Yeah, man. And like that's when I I'm not really like I do love like I just love animals of all kinds. Yeah, you're you are a uh, you just shy of joining PETA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, cats, I'm like I've never because I'm always, I'm always with other people's cats and like those other people other people's cats are except for one are very like antisocial. Yeah. And uh, they're only like. They're only social with their owners, like my brother and his uh, his wife, and like uh, um, friend of the show Sandy, like uh, his his wife. They have two. They have a cat as well. But their right? cats are jerks because they're all jerks. Yeah. So like, I'm not. Those cats are personal to like uh, to them, right? So yeah. Like, they, but uh, this cat was like uh, so happy that I rescued that I rescued him. It, that seemed to be like the way the story went. I mean, this cat really knew yeah. he was in a rough way. Oh yeah. And then you showed up, and you, he probably he probably saw the halo. Yeah. And he probably saw the beard. Because <laughs> you know, and you probably had your arms out, so yeah. he just was like this cat, Jesus. Yeah, he came. He up, just saved this cat. Yeah, he just came up to me and he just uh, uh, crawled on top of me, and then he uh, put his head by my shoulder and started rubbing his face on my face, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Thank you for." He's basically saying, "Thank you for getting me in." But then he kept, then he actually crawled up my body, like mm-hmm. uh, he was looking up at me, and he put his 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 paws on my legs, and he crawled up me because I was like, "What are you doing?" And then I found out he was like how hungry he was. Yeah, he was eating my my he was eating my dog's food, like my dog food. He was so hungry. Oh wow! And he was completely emaciated. Uh, emaciated, yeah. And uh, he, uh, and we put him downstairs, and he was just trying to like uh, he was trying to tell us that he was so hungry. Then bought him like a ton of we we bought him like about three days worth of cat's food, <laughs> and he ate the entire thing. Oh wow! Yeah. And how long are you gonna have this cat? We had him for uh, half a day. Yeah, three days. You kind of yeah. went overboard. Yeah, so like we... Uh, it's like the the inside of you that was like hurting for this cat was like, I'm going to give you the life that I think you should have. Yeah, yeah. And so I would just... Uh, um, so my brother and I were just in the uh, in our basement and he, we were just... Uh, uh, we put out kitty litter for him and we, <laughs> we got him snacks and all that stuff. I love how overboard you went for this cat. Yeah, we went all out because my brother like... Because he just recently lost his cat. Yeah. And the, the cat, he, they finally found him. And uh, so... When I told my brother about oh, this. Oh, his cat didn't die. He just lost his cat. Yeah, he lost okay. his cat, but then but the cat eventually came back home, right? So my mm-hmm. brother just uh, uh, was so happy about that. Then I then a couple of days later, this cat went missing, so I found a cat. So the fields were on high. Yeah, so my brother was like, I'm on my way to your house. I'm going yeah. on my way to your house. And then he came by, and then he's like, okay, we have to get this, this, and this. So he took care of the entire situation. And then uh, uh, 
And then his wife put on APB for like on Facebook for like for a missing cat. And then I like she your, fa- your your brother came in like what's his name from Pulp Fiction, the Wolf. Yeah, he's a fixer. Yeah, <laughs> he came in like a fixer. He fixed things. Because I'm Kurt, is because I want to be efficient. We're gonna get this thing Actually, done. Yeah, and you know the car he drives in that movie. Yeah, that's my that's my brother's favorite car. Oh, get out of town. The Acura NSX. The NSX. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do like how your brother came. He's like, all right. So we're going to get this done. Yeah. If you show up with a mustache and a suit, that would have been unreal. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, so we just, uh, 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 that was the actual, but the thing is, like, I wasn't sure if that, that person was just desperate to find a cat, like, find their cat, because the cat's been missing since October 2nd, and it was, like, wow. it, was, it was three, it was three weeks the cat's been missing. That means three weeks on the street with no food. That's crazy. So we finally, uh, I wasn't sure if that was her, so then I took it to the animal control center, and mm-hmm. she, uh, and the, the, as as you, if you ever, like, find a missing cat, Always check their ear for a tattoo. If it has a tattoo, that means it has a chip. Yeah. So that means with the chip, that means they can they can they can find out who the that's, owner that's is. good to know because a lot yeah. of people don't know that they see the tattoo they're like oh I got tattooed in case it's in a registry or whatnot yeah exactly it's so, probably got a chip yeah so if it's got a chip if it's got a tattoo that means it belongs to someone that's not even a probably it definitely is a chip. it definitely is, it definitely okay. has a chip and so uh, yeah so I took it to Animal Control Center just to make sure and then she said okay the da- the, the cat's name is is uh, Gizmo and I was mm-hmm. like yeah that's the same person that my cousin uh my my, my sister in law said and then uh, yeah then. I phoned, then finally I phoned the lady uh, on my way home and I said, yeah, I'm like, were you missing, uh, I'm just calling about your missing cat. And she's like, oh, was it, was it Gizmo? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I, I'm like, yeah, I found your cat. Oh, wow. And she's like, what? And she, and she, yeah, like I said, she went nuts over the phone, started crying. And I'm like, where is he? I'm like, uh, I don't have him. He's at the animal control center. And she's like, she's like, you don't have him. I'm like, no, he's at the animal control <laughs> no, he's, center. He's being well taken I, care yeah, of. Yeah, I, I, I didn't let him loose, right? Yeah. I, I'm like, no, we treat him like a prince. He was. You uh, found your cat, did you? He was delicious. It's yeah. like no, he's the animal control. Don't worry about it. Yeah, so I made sure that uh, animal control said if there's anything they had to do with him, uh, yeah. just to make sure that he was okay. So I said, yeah, we fed him. He, and gen- like this cat was a gentleman. He actually we put like a, a kitty litter out <laughs> in a recycled in a recycle bin. Yeah, he went in there. That's pretty cool, yeah. man. No cleanup. There was oh, it like, clearly knew what it was supposed to. Like it's a, it's a house cat. It's a house it's cat. Not an outside yeah. cat. It's a domesticated cat. I so. bet you he probably ate a shit ton of birds while he's out there though. He is probably just murdering birds like crazy. Yeah, he was, and he's so polite. Like you know, you don't, you can you can hand feed a dog. Like yeah. you just give it a treat, and the dog will just take it from you. Yeah. This cat did the same thing. I, just, I gave him like I put a snack, and I gave it to him like like this, like with my fingers, and he just politely took it from me. Cats, uh, I think they know when you're there to help them out. Yeah, like if they need if they need the help. Yeah, cats ca- know. Cats will. That's my first time I actually bonded with a cat, and it yeah. wasn't my own. And like it was like within like two hours of uh, hanging out with them. That's pretty rad. Yeah, so, That's pretty rad. Yeah. I will say this, though. If that cat had, like, everything in its own home and it didn't really need you because it knew where everything was, it wouldn't give a shit about you. No, it wouldn't. It kind of do its own thing. No. If a, if a dog were a thousand pounds, he would let you ride him to work. Mm-hmm. If a cat was a thousand pounds, he would eat you. Yeah. Even if there's food in the house, he'll just eat you. Oh, yeah. Like, the bond you have with uh, with dogs and cats, they're completely different. Totally different. They're totally different, I'm not right? shitting on this bond that you made with this cat. I'm, I'm pretty glad that happened. Like, it seems like that was a real cool uh, a cool experience for you. Yeah, I that guess. was really neat. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying is that because I'm a, I'm a dog person. Like, yeah. I love my dog. But, like, the bond I have with my dog is, like, is completely different. Like, this cat, like, my dad even said, uh, when I showed my, da- my dad the cat, my dad's like, just keep him. Let's yeah, just, let's just keep them. Like, <laughs> yeah, we just can't keep the dog. Yeah, and so, uh, but I, but my dad fell in love with them. That's cool, man. That's yeah. really, that's nice. So like, uh, but yeah, so like, what the cat? Like, I was I was just sitting there for like two hours, just sitting with them, mm-hmm. and the cat was on top of me. He was just like, kept, like when cats like start purring near you and they start doing rubbing their head against you, all that affection stuff. It's like, yeah, it's 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 unbelievable. Everyone, sh- I think, people who haven't had a, like that bond with an animal before. Uh, stray or not, um, but uh, it's the best feeling in the world. It is you know? a cool feeling. It's a cool like, feeling. I'm not a I'm not a pets in the house guy. Like I don't really I don't have pets. I've never really had oh. cats or dogs or anything. Yeah, they're, they're not for everybody. But I think not for everybody. But I think for 
pets are for people who actually will have the time and, and will, and will take part. the commitment seriously. Yeah, take it seriously. Yeah. When and, I was uh, in Thailand, probably about um, 2009 or 10, one of those times, mm-hmm. uh, we were in Phuket for a little while, and Strangler was there, so I went down to the You mean, uh, fuck it. Huh? You mean, fuck it. Fuck it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that, that, that's the... Uh, Phuket. Phuket, yeah. I love it when people say that. Yeah. Uh, we're going to Phuket. Yeah. That's, really? Yeah, that's the idiot touristy way to say it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to Phuket. <laughs> Sorry, it, Phuket. go ahead. Yeah. Schmucks. Anyway, so we're out there, and then uh, he had this little, little orange tabby there, mm-hmm. the, the little cat, because this cat just like shows up and hangs out with him all the time. So one day I'm in my room, I got the door open, I'm just like, like airing the place out, cleaning the place. I'm there for a couple of weeks, so yeah, I'm trying to make my own, right? Mm-hmm. The cat just shows up and hangs out, and he's not leaving. So I'm not a cat guy, I'm not a pet guy, I just don't really have the, like, I'm, I don't know what to do with this thing, so mm-hmm. I try to, like, nudge it towards the door, and, like, you know, hit hit the friggin' road cat, mm-hmm. and he just keeps coming on back. Mm-hmm. The window's open, he comes in. And obviously, he does this to everybody, he just knows where to get his food, because everybody takes care of him, mm-hmm. everybody treats him really well. Yeah. So I cut a little dish out of a water bottle, I made, I uh, put some water in there, I used to bring my leftover food from the restaurant, bring that in another little dish that I cut, and left that there, mm-hmm. and for 10 days, this little bastard's hung around with me. Mm-hmm. Just like hung around the room, sat on the bed, slept on the bed, slept in the corner. If I'm sleeping at, at nighttime, he'd come and sit in the foot in the bed, do his own little thing. Mm-hmm. Not needy at all. Mm-hmm. And it was this cool little like samurai moment mm-hmm. that we just kind of had. Where it was like, you do your thing, I'll do my thing. We're both cool with each other. Yeah. If I'm sitting down and reading, he'd come and sit on my legs and just like hang out. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I could see the, uh, I see the appeal. I mm-hmm. see why people do it. Yeah. Still not for me after that, but mm-hmm. for the 10 days he hung around for mm-hmm. and just disappeared. When I was leaving the next morning, just gone. Yeah. I mean, didn't hang around and notice. Maybe he just knows the, the routine. Mm-hmm. Oh, this dude's putting his shit away. I'm going to go find some other sucker to, to leech off of. Yeah, exactly. But it was cool for a little while to have that. So I do get the appeal. Yeah. The um, I think if I had to, like, uh, if, I'm, if I'm, when I'm living alone, I think I would get, uh, um, I think I would get a cat rather than a dog now. I think that's probably the smarter way to go. Yeah, because I think because cats aren't as needy as dogs are, especially yeah. in my experience anyway. Um, like you could just the cat, he could just be running around, the cat could be just running around the house, minding its own business and doing their own thing, doing their own thing. And uh, so, and when you come home, it's like they're. they're I'm not saying they're. I'm not saying they're stress free, but the the commitment is less. They definitely handle stress better than, than dogs do. Yeah, because if you're not home, they're like they're they're they're, they're they they're great when you're around them, but if they're you're not, they're free to because they 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 just. Uh, circle around the house. They just explore. That's all they do. They do their own thing. Yeah, you just have to be careful. Like when you don't let them out, because cats are, they'll. You want to make sure that you you keep your cats are runners. Yeah, they'll just get the hell out of yeah. there. Yeah, my my dog will not leave the house. Oh yeah, no dogs. Like he, he loves dogs he, are cowards. Yeah, he like he loves going going <laughs> outside, but like my dog is a fucking, he's my dog's a psychopath. <laughs> dogs dogs enjoy going for a walk, but they enjoy the comforts of the home. Oh yeah. I mean, I, if your dog likes to run away, uh, maybe you just got a psycho freako dog who just likes to get out of there. Yeah. Like some dogs are just straight up runners. Some mm-hmm. dogs do like just get out and go. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, for the most part, like, we, for a long time, we cleaned a lot of houses and we got tons of dogs in all the houses. Mm-hmm. And most of them, you open the door, they'll just kind of look at you and be like, hey, are we going somewhere? If we're going somewhere, I'll go. I love to go. I love yeah. to walk. I'll go get all my shit right now. I'll get my leash right now. Mm-hmm. I'll go for a walk right now. So I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Yeah. But for the most part. They won't just take off and hit the road. They'll, they'll go explore the front yard and call them to come on back. Yeah, Close the door, they go sit in the chair. Yeah, because the dogs will listen. Yeah. Cats will just be like, ah, oh, fuck you. Yeah, I don't need you. Yeah. I'll go murder some birds. Yeah. I'll just go kill a ton of these flying things because they're tasty. Yeah, because if I, if I go, like, my dog walks out the garage and I'm like, Barry, yeah. come here. And he's like, he looks at me, then he'll come he'll come back, right? If I went to my cat and I'm like, hey, whiskers, then I'm like, I'll be like, come back over here. He'll, be, he'll look at me and be like, <laughs> hey whiskers whatever. yeah whatever uh, come on back whiskers <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm not coming back yeah 
I'm leaving. I'm free now. Mm-hmm. I don't need you. Yeah, so I, I would eight hundred yeah, pounds so, and murder but, some birds. Yeah, like like, but puppies and kitties are just like they're just ah, oh, they're they're so adorable. I love well, them. yeah, little ones are cute. Yeah. Like when they're all cute when they're little. Yeah, like humans, puppies, kittens, mm-hmm. baby goats are great. Yeah, and baby crazy. goats are there's something else. Baby goats are so cute that I will just ignore. Like I will I will push puppies away to play the baby goat. Mm-hmm. I just love baby goats. Mm-hmm. So weird their their eyes look in two different directions. Square pupils. Yeah, they're, just, they're like ugly cute. <laughs> they're ugly cute <laughs> yeah so I like them so I'm ugly yep. <laughs> they're ugly I'll get along real well I was getting onto the girth thing did you hear about this thing they're doing now in, uh, I think it was in Toronto these guys are getting their their, uh, their dicks injected injected with hyaluronic acid to get like two inches of girth really? yeah yeah it's a thing that's going on these days okay I'll have to look that up they're girthing them up and it reminded me of that news uh, story that came out Okay, remember how the the dude, there's that one guy, he's Brazilian or whatnot. I think he's a Brazilian guy, but he's injecting himself with the uh, the synthol. Is that the guy who, looks, wants, who he wants to look like Popeye? Yeah. Yeah. He's got like the tiny little forearms. forearms yeah. yeah. Gigantic, I know what yeah, you're talking about, yeah. But yeah. he just like, he just thinks he looks incredible, but he does not look incredible. Like he looks, he looks awful. Do you think, do you think he could do like, do you think he could do this with those, with, with, with any weights? Do- I, I think he could probably do like he could probably curl his wrist, his forearm. He can do like a forearm curl. Because this guy, I saw his forearm. I looked at that guy and I'm like, you know, is he dating olive oil? Like, just oh yeah, they're pretty yeah. ridiculous. He is like the opposite Popeye. Yeah, like he's got gigantic like oil filled biceps. Yeah, but he's got no forearms. No forearms. But all of that stuff and these uh, these girls were getting like the butt injections, the silicone and all that kind of crap that goes into the system. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's it's weird how it travels into your system. Like it kind of moves through your your muscle strands on its own. On its own, yeah. And you can't get that shit out. Mm-hmm. And there are like major side effects. And these these girls got the butt injections. These synthol guys. There oh, yeah. are okay. I didn't know about that one, but the, I knew about the Popeye guy. And yeah. they actually explained like what happens when when the injections go into his arms. Start moving around. They start there. moving around because that's that's when you notice the side effects. Yeah. And uh, the side of like all the side effects could be like irregular growth in certain areas, mm-hmm. and then just uh, and then well, the muscle separation the, and the muscle separation. Like yes. there's a lot of weird shit that goes on, right? Yeah. You're just you're just pumping uh, a fluid yeah. into your body, and it's just doing whatever the hell it wants to do, mm-hmm. and it doesn't just leave your body. Like, no, yeah, it, it doesn't. It doesn't around. lock onto sites. It just it just it just maneuvers. <laughs> you're not getting like it's not like a breast implant. No, it's which not. also is terrible to put in your system because that, that shit's got to do I something. Know. Don't put anything in your system. Just don't put things in you. But like I'm thinking, Fuck. like guys and. You have a pretty personal relationship with your dick. Like, that's the kind of thing you want to get an injection put into. Mm-hmm. And these dudes are just like, what is... Okay. Uh, what? There's got to be mental okay. illness in there. Yeah, okay. okay I'll say that. Okay. Now, is this a trend that a lot of guys are doing? It seems like it. It seems like the, the doctor who was talking about it, I think it was in, in the Post or in Metro or something. The doctor who was talking about it, I was like, I see like four of these guys a week. Okay, so... I'm just girthing guys up. I'm just wondering that... Uh, I had run a gas in the dick. I'm just wondering like, if people are like, they were sold something that's probably not true, and they're they're not discur- they're not concerned with the health of, the health effects of it, and the what what like, you know, whatever's gonna happen with like the, you know, if their dick could, like turn sideways or whatever. Well, they're sold the idea that like you're not man enough. That's what okay. they're sold. Okay, well, okay. What you have isn't good enough. Okay, well, okay. I'll say this though. Okay, okay, and I, I, this could be totally wrong. Um, I've been to Brazil. Okay, I spent. I spent. Uh, well, this is Brazil, though. This was like Toronto. I bet. This is here. Oh, in this is Toronto. Okay, so this okay. is here. Okay, so I'll I'll say this then. Okay, the uh, um, I think the guys who are doing it are coming from a position of weakness, whether it's a uh, um, lack of uh, lack of self respect, um, whatever the case may be, right? So I think they were. Yeah, I think basically you could. It's easy thing. It's easy to say that they were sold a promise. 
Yeah. I, I think I think so. Yeah, I think so, so. When they when they talk to their friend who's got it done, yeah. clearly he talked to somebody else like, you know what you should do? Yeah, and he's banging a lot of chicks. Yeah, we can I wonder do what this. the age group is that who are who are getting this done. I if okay, if I had to guess, I I would say you know what, forget it. I don't think it even matters. I would be, I would bet the age group for this is probably like twenty to sixty. I I bet you it's a window. Because it seemed like the way the story is being told, the age group is probably about thirty. Okay. Like it's in that in that area, mm-hmm. like maybe like 30, 35 ish. I worked in a bunch of bars where we had like older guys come in too. Yeah, they seem like the Viagra crowd. Like a, a few of the bars you worked in were really like a man cougar looking for young girls kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and like you, uh, like they're too sweaty and their face is too red, and their skin is too tight. Yeah, like they're training too hard. You know, they're these this certain type of guy, thinning hair, a lot of V necks, a lot of gold chains. And you yeah. look at and they're hitting on the girls. You know that's a Viagra crowd. Yeah, it's I like, think those are the people doing it. Yeah, I, th- I think like I don't know. I think I could be wrong, but like I think people who are actually like subscribing to that nonsense are just uh, uh, when you look at them, you're just like, man, you are just like uh, gross. You're gr- like you're just you're just concentrating on the wrong areas. Yeah, like like don't like just don't like wear a gold chain and spray axe body spray on yourself and like you know and these and, and inject something young. in your dick. I'm like like people are just are not happy with the way they are. And so there are ways to get better. There's ways to get better, right? But like, they're exactly right. But yeah. like, the, the number one thing is like, you know, uh, like be yourself. <laughs> I think the uh, I think that's a big part of it. I don't think they can. Be yeah, and uh, yeah, I think and uh, I don't know what kind of battles these people are fighting. Whether it's yeah. emotionally, psychologically, um, I'm not sure what they are, and they feel like there's there's a need to like like up their game. Like you could do it. Like you could talk about like guys who think they're they don't look old enough, so they just get fake glasses. Mm-hmm. Stupid, like mature themselves up. They a may bit. mature themselves up a little bit, right? Or, or guys who think they look too old and they get a toupee or a comb over. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, like this, I think this is like this is on the extreme. Oh yeah. So, but I, uh, I think it kind of correlates to like people who are just not satisfied of like where they are, whether it's like, and maybe like this is producing results, and like, oh, it worked for me. It was one of a hundred guys that we worked for me. So then they spread the, the, the knowledge is spread. Next it thing you know, it spreads out there. But at the same time, there's got to be a fan base for it as well, right? Like some guys love fake tits. They just they just go nuts for that stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, you can like I've always kind of made the point when people say like um, like when when women especially I've I've talked to a few like friends, family, whatever it is, usually not with family because it gets a little bit crass, but friends mostly when they make comments about how there's like a certain type of uh a certain type of discrimination towards women in certain adult industries. I'm yeah. Like, That's kind of bullshit because if you go to like any if you go to Pornhub, just type in anything. Mm-hmm. Anything is going to show up. Anything. And it's going to have massive views. Mm-hmm. More views than a, than a Joe Rogan video on YouTube, man. Yeah. You're going to have massive views on that thing. Mm-hmm. There's So it's like there's a there's an audience for everything. Yeah, there is. So there's an audience for fake tits. There's an audience for fake dicks. No, there's... So there's, there's women out there who want this. Yeah, like we, we're, okay, we're, coming from a, we're coming at it from a point where like we would never do that. Well, we're rational. Yeah. We're exactly, not mentally right? ill. Yeah, so that's why we can we can insult this, right? So yeah. like, but like... um. Just think of what we just said right now. Injection, like something in your dick to make yeah. it bigger, right? That's not. Okay, we we can say that's that's that's. Com- How do you lie around that? that? Yeah, yeah, why would you, you doing that would be completely irrational, yeah. right? It's but, so weird. But there's there's almost seven billion people on this planet. Yeah, there's gonna. That's be, a great point. Yeah, there's, I, there's, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. that this just by uh the, just by probability itself. Yes, th- there's going to be an audience for that. Absolutely, there's, a, there's an audience for like having sex with sheep, probably right. But yeah. like, and that's a. Uh, and they mentioned Castlevania. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you like, could you could you could probably YouTube that shit. Exactly. I mean, you could YouTube. I don't know. You could. Remember there was a video. The one uh, the one 
kid in a cave. Yeah, I know. His friends saying. walk up and he's like, he's shoving a goat and he's zipping up. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, There's nothing. The, yeah, so like, whatever people joke about. Yeah. In like shows or in TV what was or the movies, rule, right? Yeah, they, like that came from something. If you think it, porn of it exists. It's just that's the way it is. Oh yeah. So if you think it, legal or illegal, legal or illegal. Yeah. But like, if you if you've thought about something, somebody has probably either done it or has thought about doing it or has a story about how it went bad. Oh yeah, even like um in uh what was it uh in the Grand Tour season three I believe. Uh, yeah, they were they were traveling through. I can't remember which country. I'll have to look it up. But uh, um, Jeremy Clarkson, James May, and Richard Hammond they stopped by um, this one settlement. They had a translator with them, and they were talking to these people. And they were actually they were trying to get nature photos to mm-hmm. post on like uh, on Amazon's uh, nature documentary for sort of a nature documentary or something. And uh, what they were with, and they found this one village where these guys um, and there was uh, they had to get a picture of some donkeys or something. And. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this is gonna go bad. Yeah, I know it's yeah. And uh, so what they did was that they were talking to these people, and they were like uh, talking about these. Go- they were talking about all these donkeys there, and they're saying that the men do actually have sex with them. Oh, I have no doubt that goes on. Yeah, and he said like, do that sex with them? He's like, yeah. He's like, and the guys were like, they didn't hide it. They're like, yeah, we do. And they were smiling about it. They're like, yeah, we go, we do. That's and then, crazy. And even though the female uh, interpreter, which she's like, yeah, they do. They he's do. Like, it's just a that's the thing that happens. Yeah. So if it's happening naturally somewhere. If it's happening naturally somewhere where it's just a rite of passage, where like that's how you become, that's how you graduate to manhood or something like that, right? Or it's just not even. Or it's just a pastime. It's just a pastime. Yeah, yeah. Or if you're feeling it, you're like, you know, when you can't, there's not a woman around. Yeah, like have sex with a, you know, whatever's carrying all your luggage, right? <laughs> but like uh, <laughs> a pack mule. Yeah. So yeah. So oh, this is it's got dark. Yeah. So but I, I think that uh, um, I see a good fair percentage of like weird stories. Have their bases in reality? Yeah, I mean, tru- like absolutely. Yeah, I there think was do. probably a uh, an an area of of like you remember when you were kids and there was the urban myth, like the dude's potted plant just keeps moving across the room. He doesn't know why, but it's full of spiders and like the vibration of the spiders moves the plant. Yeah, yeah. like those weird stories, right? Mm-hmm. I think there was like a, a moment where that Venn diagram mm-hmm. just like overlapped, overlaps, yeah, and it's still kind of there. Like in 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 the in the realm of urban myths, mm-hmm. there's the really outlandish stuff. And then there's this like weird part where it almost tips into like, no, that seems like it's probably something that could happen. Oh yeah, like, people having sex with donkeys mm-hmm. probably can happen. Oh yeah, like, dudes ur- gonna inject his dick probably could happen. Oh yeah, like the uh, like urban myths will like will will exist. Yeah, and the 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 extreme stuff, uh, you know, like say like okay, that can't exist. Right? Yeah, the, the stuff for that's way out of left field. Yeah, maybe because probably doesn't exist but we but you but we have inched closer and closer and closer and closer to that because our our society is becoming so fucked up <laughs> so that messed the up. stuff that you did because if you can imagine it it probably happens <laughs> yeah right yeah, ah, so. that's bizarre yeah that's bizarre and that, that comes back to all our conspiracy theory shit that we always talk about yeah because like you know what uh, it, 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 nothing nothing is it can be as it seems 100 percent of the time no no and nothing can be I, I think we're in the state now where nothing can be completely unbelievable 100 percent of the time no yeah I, I i totally agree yeah there we are now in a place in the world where you can't just be like get out of town total bullshit never never gonna happen not in a million years yeah now it's like what i guess yeah <laughs> i guess that could happen yeah and the thing is i think there's there's, I think everyone, I, I, I can speak personally about this. Is that you have moments where something is triggered, mm-hmm. and it like you're like, you know what? I've never thought about that. And I'm like, you know what? Now I kind of subscribe to it now. Like for me, it was the idea of, uh, and we've talked about this. Um, is uh, my idea of simulation theory? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I have, like ever since I started listening to, like, 
like listening to more about like, like in the past two years listening to Elon Musk and then finally when simulation theory came out mm-hmm. by Muse uh that that, that just the, the Muse just wanted just sparked my interest in it I'm like you know what if there's a, well, there's like a fair. lot of like imagery and and, and lyrical uh, like uh, like what's it called cues that go on in that. Yeah, it just gave me more fuel. Yeah, that you're listening to, you're singing it over and over again, and mm-hmm. you're like, well, maybe I should look that up. Maybe yeah. I should learn more about this. Yeah, and like there's a uh, and then the idea being that we live in a simulation. Yeah, like like how we don't know this happened before, right? So like yeah. it's because it's all it's all probability. That's yeah. all it is, right? So like how how do we know, right? Well, you know, if you do the math, uh, does the math support it? Okay, maybe not 100%, but what's the probability that it did happen? Mm-hmm. That this did not, this all didn't happen years ago, right? So yeah. um, when you look at it from a, that perspective, I'm like, you know what? It's not something I would like pursue. And like, so if you think the whole, your whole life is a, is a simulation, mm-hmm. then why would you care about living in it? Exactly. So like, if this is a simulation, you would want the simulation to be as good as it can be. I have always, yeah. I've always felt like I have the best counterpoint to us not living in a simulation. I remember this, yeah. Yeah, we poop. Yeah. We poo. Mm-hmm. If we were in a simulation, we would eradicate if, that. Need. We we would either cut it out entirely, or the person who's who's created the simulation mm-hmm. eventually be like, I don't want them to poop anymore. It's wasting way too much time. Mm-hmm. They'll just steam will come out of their skin, and that'll be the way they get rid of shit. Yeah, like there's a. My whole thing also would be like. Reality would be, like like what is reality then? You could manipulate it. You could rewrite the code just by thinking about rewriting the code. Well, if, let, imagine if you were out. Let's say you're, you're outside the one writing the code, right? If I could meet this, the person who's controlling the, who's controlling it, mm-hmm. the first thing I would ask is, "What is outside the simulation?" Yeah, is it this? Like, how bored do they have to be? That this is their simulation. Well, if I was running the simulation, I'd want the simulation to be as awesome as possible. Right? Un- un- unless this is a, we're in a petri dish and we're we're just like we're like okay, you know what? Let's let's test how. Let's do a bad. Let's do a bad simulation. Just see. I just see how people react to it. It could be a random uh, series of events. Yeah, it could true. be Lisa's tooth. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you had a little spark of fire in a, in a tooth in a petri dish. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, a whole civilization grows out of nowhere. Are you talking about Lisa on the yeah. Simpsons? Lisa's yeah. tooth. We're, yeah. we're basically Lisa's tooth. Yeah. So like, yeah. Yeah, the, so we're we're like, we're not advancing as fast as, as Lisa's tooth tooth. Uh, well, to, in our perspective, in our perspective, we're yeah. not right. But like, uh, um, yeah, because it's all. It's all relative to like how yeah. like how what the outside time is, so uh, that could that that could be a it could be that that could be that you never know. So yeah, it's a it's a, it's an interesting idea when it comes to uh, um, or it could be Roy. This guy's taking Roy off the grid. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, right? He could be just taking Roy off the grid. <laughs> Roy's got unplugged, man. Yeah, just like just They're plugging away the carpet trains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we just working a carpet carpet store, or yeah, you are never we know. taking Roy off the grid? Yeah, right. I mean, shit. That's a, you know, like that's the one thing. Who was the stand-up who did that? We're taking Roy off the grid. No, this is uh, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. That's what yeah. It was. This yeah, is Rick yeah, and Morty yeah. when he puts on the simulation, mm-hmm. and Morty is just doing the whole eighty years working a carpet store. Gets cancer, mm. loves his wife, and dies with a, a rack of carpets falling on. Yeah. So yeah, but I, then right away Rick is burning his ID <laughs> and running off the. Running off the reservation. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Oh, I, that's kind of racist. Yeah. You shouldn't say that anymore. Right? Is that right? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Pause Friday. Well, it could be worse. It could be <laughs> Pamela Anderson. Yeah, she's uh, she's pushing for vegan uh, food on, for prisoners. Yeah, but she's also wearing like a traditional Native American headdress and covering herself in white paint. Yeah, that's... sticking her ass in the camera. Uh, you know what? Um, when you... Because like, a lot of people will judge people on their... Uh, uh, Stupidity? On the, I guess their actions. Yeah. So I, I I tend to like I I try to te- like try to like look at people more and like what what I what I actually think what the what their heart is trying to say, 
And I, so I don't trust her motivations at all. Like, I don't. Like, oh, no, I'm, I'm not defending. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like I'm not defending her at all, right? Oh, I see. Oh, but I see what you mean. I get. I get you. Yeah. Get so you. like, I think uh, um, uh, this this person that might not be doing, but like I would never do that. Mm-hmm. But what is it? Like, do you like? Can I honestly say to myself that this person is actually a good person? Yeah. So like, uh, uh, Pamela Anderson. Okay, that's. Like a good person would know better. <laughs> yeah, would know better, right? Yeah. But uh, my problem with this comes back to the the kind of stuff we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. The idea of um, like the ignorance versus true racism. Yeah, this comes to me as like I I think this is beyond ignorance. I think this is just somebody who just doesn't give a shit about people's feelings. Like this is bordering on that's a pretty racist act. You I mean, you should fucking know better by now, right? Oh, you yeah, you should, right? So like uh the uh but. No, no, I, I, I agree. The only thing is, is that, um, with with Pamela Anderson, for example, right? I don't know how 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 uh, how woke, I guess, yeah. how dumb she is or how smart she is. I don't I know, slept. right? Yeah. So, but like, she's been in like like all she knows is Hollywood, basically, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not sure if she she's grown out of that phase and actually, you know, you know, is now steadfast in reality, like how normal people are. Yeah. So like, like. A, a celebrity can like sometimes get away like the, there's no such thing as bad press for a celebrity right because yeah. like as long as you're in the news you're popular and then you know might get a you might be an ex Spielberg unless movie. you're Mel Gibson exactly unless you're Mel Gibson right? but even he's he's back now right kinda yeah, yeah. but like uh with um uh, like that guy just had a multitude of like, just <laughs> fucking retarded problems and uh but like can you say that anymore no you can't even say that anymore I just I just I just realized that oh yeah. no edit yeah no edit but uh but you know, Having said that, yeah. um, uh, Pamela Anderson, I, I don't think that if I met her, I don't think my guard would be up. I don't think she's a bad person. I don't think she's a hateful person. No, I, I think I like, think she did something stupid. Yeah, she did something stupid. And, I, and I, would, I would, if I met her and I had the opportunity to like, someone said like, you know, it's okay for you to like, yeah. I don't want to cause a ruckus, but I was like, I'm like, why? I'll be, I'd be like, why did you do that? But the problem, okay, here, and this comes back. The problem with me in that thing is you see how she had the, uh, her response to that? I didn't. Like the, I didn't hear about the logic of um, cultural appropriation. We've talked about this. The, the idea for me is that I think if you're if you're gonna put in cornrows in your hair because think it look cute, um, it might not be what somebody wants you to do. But your motivation is probably just to look cute. Your motivation is probably that yeah. You think and it I, looks I have nice. no problem with that. And I, I kind of have no problem with that. I yeah. think getting mad about that is one thing. I think getting mad about. I think if you if you put the cornrows in and did blackface mm-hmm. or tanned up because you want to look a certain way. Because you're you're kind of blind towards another group of people. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's borderline kind of getting to like a tough place. But I think putting on a headdress and covering yourself in white paint, and then flaunting yourself on, on yeah, social that, media—that's that, just that's just irresponsible. That's irresponsibly racist. Yeah, and but, if, but and if, then her sorry, resp- yeah. no, her response to that, she put an article up saying that well, you know, technically then. It was um I, I can't remember what the, the actual website was, but it's on Twitter. The response was, well then learning the waltz is racist. Learning the uh, tango is racist. Learning kung fu is racist. It's like I think that's where she doesn't understand no, that's, yeah, that's, how to draw a line no. between somebody doing something because they're appreciating or think they look nice, trying to better themselves, mm-hmm. as opposed to somebody who's just like like a blatant like doing something blatantly racist mm-hmm. and then being indifferent or being dismissive towards the way somebody else can respond to it. Yeah, like there's, there's, yeah, no, I, I agree with that completely. It's, uh, I, I think with when you're, the, the comparison makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. There's, uh, like, because if you're gonna, if you're gonna commit to like dressing like that, yeah. And if like, because if you want to have like, you want to ha- have that look of a First Nations, uh, individual, mm-hmm. you know what? If you're that concerned about like how, if you 
like the way it's if you want to make a statement or you want to like you want to subscribe to their ideology or if you like you know if you have that because if you're Canadian or if you're a Buddhist if you're a Buddhist and you dress whatever, in robes why and shave you, your head yeah why don't you how about this why don't you just how about you pay them a visit yeah and you know bring some attention to their needs because mm-hmm. obviously the First Nations First Nations in Canada um, they would love that kind of like that publicity good like, publicity yeah they'd be like yeah. you know what, Pamela Anderson she she wants to come and learn more about us because she's Canadian yeah she uh she's she's open to like our what our ideas about about our religion is like our our bond with nature mm-hmm. and our what Canada means to us. I think that's a better route. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure if she wants to do that, but I'm no, like... No, I think this is a Halloween thing gone this, wrong. Yeah, so, like, if, if, if this is a Halloween stuff, like, like yeah, you're right. That that shows no intelligence. Like, yeah, this or is very little. just, like, very little yeah. um, thought went into any of this. Yeah, she just She just did something. I bet you it was one of those things where, I mean, I don't want to say she's it's ditzy lazy. or she's clueless, but, yeah, this is a ditzy, lazy, clueless yeah. move. Like, it's like, that'll be neat, tee-hee, and just do it. It's yeah. Like, I think, well, now we all think you're a garbage person. Yeah, exactly. Like, you've just you've just come out as a garbage person. Yeah, that, that behavior was, like, was semi-okay for Lindsay Lohan in, like, the late 2000s. Yeah, the, when she was clearly not with it. Yeah. Like, this is a person who's got a lot of problems. Yeah, like, you're a mother. Yeah. You should know better. Yeah, you should know better, especially yeah. when you're doing all this pita crap. Like I mean, you know, you're yeah. Like see, like that, that, you you do all this great stuff, yeah. and then all of a sudden, you, and then it just gets erased by this stupidity. I'm like, well, like the PETA stuff is kind of garbage too. But I'm, but I, at least your heart might be in the right place. That's, yeah, they, that, that's what I'm saying. Your it, morals it all, it all, are are going towards something that you think is is altruistic. Right? Yeah, like or, I, like like I said, like maybe like her, like the intent is there. Yeah, but uh, she has no, she doesn't have like the. Uh, I don't want to say intelligence. He's not. I don't. Know, I'm sure she's not stupid. But at the same time, it's like you have to the foresight. Yeah, the, whoever's at the helm is yeah. doesn't know. Didn't she go for training. This. Yeah, yeah. It's whoever whoever was making the last call. It's like the blackface pumpkins. Yeah, I mean, like whoever let that get out there clearly doesn't appreciate the fact that somebody's gonna look at this and be like, "What the hell?" Yeah, like come on. Yeah, come on. They're I, not even kind of racist. They're. It might be accidentally racist. Yeah, but at some point, whoever whoever put the okay on this. Didn't do a Google search. No, her, yeah, her, her, whoever was her her rep or her manager. Yeah, obviously didn't swing yeah, that like, by those people. <laughs> clearly, right? Like, who's yeah. your man? But that's the problem with social media. It's like you just like you you got a photographer. He's yeah. like, hey, uh, take your clothes off because you're Pam Anderson. I'll cover you in white paint. Put on this uh, First Nations headdress. Yeah, it'll be sexy. It'll be great. Exactly. Let's just do it. I know. She's like, I'll do it. Yeah. Okay, let's do it right now. Yeah. I don't call, call your man. Call, I know. I shouldn't call my manager. Let's take the photo. Take the photo. Let's yeah. Go. Yeah, yeah. I don't want a sex tape, but I wanted something that's going to trigger everybody. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you won't believe what I have for you today. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. Oh God. Maniac. But again, that comes back to my point about the idea of some people are not being racist. I think I think most people are trying very hard not to be. And sometimes I came up in Survivor the other day. Such a survivor, and the the kid, one of the kids called uh, one of the other the big black guy called his um head the thing the buff mm-hmm. said oh, your do rag uh, like uh, wave it off with your do rag, and it was like well that guy instead of getting mad and calling him out about like you know how come it's a buff with you and do rag with me like what the fuck is wrong with you? instead of getting really aggressive about it mm-hmm. he kind of pulled him aside and he's like look here's the thing you don't know because you're young and you just don't know that there are certain ways to approach certain things in certain context that will come across as racist. Yeah. And it's it's all based on your ignorance because you don't know. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, and you can take it like the way I'm trying to tell you, which is just two guys in a conversation. Mm-hmm. It was cool because they actually had a conversation. Yeah. Or you can get defensive and take a stance and be like, I'm not racist, you're racist. Mm-hmm. And we can have a huge black versus white thing here. Yeah. Because there are just certain things that certain people won't like you doing. Mm-hmm. But the intent of the person who you think is racist, the intent isn't racism. The intent is 
just not knowing. Not they're knowing. Just, they're just ignorant to it and not in a mean, spirited, hurtful way. No, they just don't. They don't know any better. They just don't know any better. Yeah. Who was uh, Gary Faulkner? Remember Gary Faulkner? Yeah. Went on the Letterman show yep. after he hunted Osama. Mm-hmm. He's like, you went. I went up to Pakistan. You know, the Pakis are pretty nice to me. The Pakis are all pretty good. They showed me how to get into the mountains of good Pakis. Yeah. And Letterman's like, dude, I think you should stop saying that. I know. But it's Pakistan. Like, Paki is short for Pakistani. Yeah. It's like, no, man, that has turned into something you shouldn't be saying. Yeah, that's, uh, that'll get you. Yeah, but Macy got out of the studio live. Ah, I mean, it was full of white people. Yeah. So nobody's so, going to let him well, out. They're not going to let him out. But at the same time, this is a dude who I don't think was trying to be racist. No, no. I Because I, I've been in that situation. Yeah, he was. This happened to you not too long ago. Yeah, exactly. I've been in that situation years ago, and I had to, like, um, yeah, I could have, uh, um, yeah, I could, I could have uh, rectified that by, you know, putting this guy in the ground. You get flipped out. Yeah, I could have flipped out, but what, like, that doesn't solve anything. Exactly. Like you want to, like, if if you, because you can gauge, you can gauge the situation, right? Like, so either you can either decide whether to uh, go all out and be like, "What the fuck did you just call me?" Yeah. Um. Or if uh, but you have to be the bigger person. I think in every situation, as I, mu- I as, as so. much as you can, like you know, like uh, uh, barring like you know someone like you know. You know, shooting someone you love, obviously, right? but like the, uh, but you know, like you, uh, you 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 have to like take a step back and be like, you know, okay, what is okay, what's going on here? Exactly. This person does not know, and uh, they, and like I can see it in their face that they're not being, like, ignorant on purpose, right? Mm-hmm. They just don't know. So you have to like, you know, take a step back and just be like, you know what? Just take a breath and just be like, you know what? Excuse me, okay, just okay. I'm gonna set the record straight. Yeah. And just be like, you know what? That word is actually not. That word is not appropriate anywhere. Okay. It does not. Work yeah. Anymore. Do not use that word anymore, because if you do and you say it to the wrong person, they're gonna they're gonna kick your fucking head in. Yeah. Yeah. Again, there's, there's no excuse for that, right? I'm like, there was no. There's a very little difference between that and calling someone like the a black person the n word. Like, exactly. So I'm like, like that. That's that's the equivalent. Okay. Like, do you want to go through that situation in front of in front of another East Indian person mm-hmm. or per, a person of brown color? They're like, no. I'm like, okay. And from now on, I'm like, don't use that word. I'm giving you friendly advice. I'm <laughs> just giving you some yeah, good, clean, yeah. And the guy shook advice. my hand. Yeah, and this guy, this guy was a redneck from Alberta, and he said, and he shook my hand. And he's like, thank you so much. I did not know. Yeah, I mean, that could be all it takes, man. It's I think trying to like go after somebody and like you know like crush their spirit or like just like cancel them. Yeah, I think sometimes, I think most of the time, if you just take a good step back. And if this dude had been like, you know what, I appreciate you telling me, but I'm gonna keep calling the packies and don't fucking tell me what to say. It's like now you've encountered a racist. Yeah, like, and, he, and now you know. Yeah, but the thing is, yeah, and then but and then you have to like, and then you take another, st- you take a step back and be like, you know how much, like how much. You're not gonna per- re-engage. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm. You know what? I'm not here to make. You know what? If you don't want to like learn something yeah. or. Well, oh. no, because now you've been like, oh, you're that person. Yeah. Okay, I get it now. Yeah, I'm like okay, fine. If you're that, if you're an ignorant person, yeah, I'm not gonna waste my time. So like you know I'm trying like I'm not gonna waste my time trying to make you like a more like knowledgeable or better person. Not just that man. I I think now he's outed himself as a racist. I think oh, he yeah. went from being an ignorant person who may may be like a a nice person but an ignorant person. Oh yeah. And he's outed himself as a racist. Oh yeah. Man. And there was like there was like twenty people around us. Yeah. So if he had said like if he had said that mm-hmm. he would have been thrown off the site. Exactly. So I mean I think that's that's what we have to do more. I I would re- like I don't like the idea of cancel culture because I don't like. I, I want to know who the asshole is. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate the idea that sometimes yep. that that person who says that has now outed himself as a racist, and now I know who the asshole is. I know if you're a fan of that person, kind of know who you are. Yeah. So I think that uh, the idea that like the the crowd will determine whether that whether or not that person gets canceled, mm-hmm. like we just let it keep going, and then we'll see when everybody just abandons that person. Yeah. Now we know what's going on. Like that's that's how you do it. Yeah. Or a conversation will show you that they're not as bad as you thought they were. They're just kind of dumb, 
or they're kind of ignorant or they grew up in an atmosphere where they didn't know any better. Yeah. And they just now they need to learn and they're better for it because you've told them what's wrong. Yeah. And the thing is, and too, they'll stop doing it. Yeah. And like the, the um, you, you either help them or uh, um, like, I think like, that's why you should always like, uh, like conversation. People, yeah. You should like, you should always think before you say something. Cause like if you have, if you have that moment to like gather yourself and just mm-hmm. be like, you know what? What do I really want to say to this person? Yeah. In any context, whether it's like that, this the situation we're talking about right now, mm-hmm. or in anything where it's like, you know what, this whatever I'm gonna say next is gonna like determine how this person and myself are gonna go go on from here, right? So yeah. that that's why it's always, I think it's always good to like really take a step back and be like, okay, don't let my emotions get the best of me, and just be like, you know what, let's just agree to disagree. Let's drop a hard end bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, straight up racist. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there if, are very few words out there that somebody yeah. says. You're I knew, like, I would have said it. right if, away if he if he if he had said like uh, he goes if he had said no nah, man you guys are you guys are packies or whatever like that right yeah. and then if he just, just like just just you know just first ballot hall of fame right, racist right yeah, yeah yeah if he was like that I would have been like okay everybody hear what you just said <laughs> everybody got this yep okay okay um so. Uh, I don't have a I don't have a racist sticker on me, but uh, I might as well, you might as well just put on your hard hat right now because uh, everyone knows exactly what kind of person yeah, you are. Everybody knows that this person has now out of themselves yeah. as a straight up racist. Yeah, and yeah, is, is your uh, is your supervisor here? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's have a conversation with him. Cool. And then uh, I'm like, that would get you fired. Yeah, pretty and I much. Could, that would get you blacklisted. You're out of here, and we're gonna tell everybody else what you're all about. Exactly. In, in which case, that the idea of that person being canceled makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because you've made the attempt to reach out and you've made the attempt to, to let them know that their their behavior, the words they're using, or the way they're saying it to the person they're saying it to yeah. is not appreciated or correct or proper yeah. or polite. Mm-hmm. And they've decided to, to just double down. Nope. Uh, I'm going to keep saying it. Oh, yeah. Like, like behavior like that when it comes to racism or just like um, being uh, xenophobic or just being uh, like just hating on groups of people regard, like, you know, based on like their, um, their looks, their behavior, like, you know, their sexual orientation whatever it is yeah um yeah i think now especially in this culture now those people are those people are, are going to be weeded out yeah i mean or, I, uh, at even a faster rate. hopefully right hopefully yeah. hopefully because it seems like it seems like and I, I like i've never liked the idea of calling out um straight white people i don't like the idea of that i think it's it does a disservice to the majority of white people who are yeah. just cool as shit it's cool as shit yeah. i mean and don't deserve to be labeled as like white privilege or whatever it is i mean that's just it's unnecessary right? mm-hmm. but at the same time it just seems like right now there is that minority of the uh the very bigoted white people who mm-hmm. are just running scared oh yeah like i mean they're the, it's like time's up is kind of actually like making a, an impact in them the idea mm-hmm. of time's up it's mm-hmm. like we're, we're getting to that tipping point mm-hmm. where you're about to become a minority and it reminds me of that funny like that meme that willy wonka meme where it's like, oh yeah, you don't like how how you're being treated, how minorities are being treated because you're about to become minority. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you you see it coming, mm-hmm. and you're terrified. So rather than become a minority, it's like let's kill all the darkies. Mm-hmm. So let's just get rid of them all. Yeah. Like, let's burn it all down. White people, white power. Let's keep going. And that seems to be like a trend within small groups like mm-hmm. that. Like there there is the same way. There's a radical, wild-eyed, crazy fascist left. That doesn't want you to say anything or do anything. Everybody wears gray and will only allow like yellow ducks on our clothing and gray shirts. Yeah. There is a radicalized right. It's just mm-hmm. that's the way it is. Yeah. There's um. They're small, but they're loud. Yeah. The ex- yeah. The extremes have gotten even more like. Uh, yeah, they've gotten even more like I guess I want to say extreme again, but like uh, they're um they're 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 more like they're 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 pushed out now more where like, their agendas are like. Yeah, they're we're just more concentrated now. They're and definitely so, far right and far left. Yeah, and uh, and neither of them are doing a service to 
society at all. They're, no. they're not they're not beneficial at all. No, because there is a center. And there is a center left and there is a center right. Yeah. Not center, center left, center right is the majority. Yeah. And they want to do good things. And we're the ones that are going to grow. We're the ones in the middle who are going to grow. Mm-hmm. And eventually you're right. The, the the far fascist right and the fascist left eventually are going to get pushed out so far to where they'll just eat themselves. Yeah. And they'll just destroy themselves. You know, hopefully this is like the, the, the nice part of the novel. It was like, and then they all lived happily ever after. Yeah, like nothing is like I would I would like to think that if you're if you're one of those people who actually likes to clash with uh people from the other end of the spectrum mm-hmm. with uh um whether you're like a liberal and you're like you're uh you're going against someone who's more conservative and stuff mm-hmm. like that like we don't have that much in Canada like you know the 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 the, the arguments back and forth are like I don't see them becoming like because they, they don't they, you're not identified with who you vote for in Canada I don't think you, you are You don't think so? Well not in the sense that like I like compared to the United States I don't think we are yeah, look. Well, like okay, you're, like, in comparison to the louder person, to the louder yeah, person, we're not right? that loud. But like, I I don't think there could be anything better. If like, if like, if that, if that, if you let that identify who as who you are, mm-hmm. like, if you're like, okay, I'm a liberal, I, I identify, I want to like, I, I, I'm one step away from wearing a t-shirt that says liberal all the time. Right? Yeah, that's who I identify with, right? A Trudeau face shirt. Yeah, exactly. Right. I don't think there's, uh, um, like, like let's say in the states, I don't think there would be like a more cathartic thing to go through. Than to like reach across the aisle and be like, you know what, like to have that, like you know what, I'm willing to have that conversation with someone from across the aisle. Yeah. And then you guys like, you know what, we agree to disagree, but you know what, uh, I ca- I got what you're saying. I get what you're coming. From. I get. I, I understand where you're coming from, yeah. right? Like I can agree with that, right? On both sides, like you know what, I I, I get what you're saying. Like mm-hmm. I understand that, right? So I think that 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 molding of minds is like that's where that's more likely to happen here. I, yeah. So I think that's where people have to come to like that consensus and be like you know what uh i understand where you're coming from mm-hmm. okay i don't agree with everything you're saying but like yeah there's um this is what democracy is all this is what democracy is all about it's about being like no one no one no one party is uh, gonna rule forever right yeah so there has to be like an even ground so there definitely yeah there definitely has to be more even even ground more conversation yeah I, I've, I've always kind of had that idea like the in my head that you've got the um the people the crazies on both sides on the left yeah. and the right and they're throwing rocks, the sticks and stones. Mm-hmm. They're throwing sticks and stones at each other. Mm-hmm. And um, they're not strong enough to get them all the way across. So it's all landing on the people in the middle. Yeah. Like we're getting pelted. And we don't know why. And we don't know where it's coming from anymore. Mm-hmm. All we know is that there's these two groups of crazies throwing their rocks and shit. Yeah. And we're just getting rained on. And all we want to do is like be chummy and make make the world better. Yeah, yeah because that's 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 what's in the hearts of everyone. Of, of the, there was that big bubble in yeah. the middle. Everyone wants wants the world to be like better. At, at, uh, is to be better, right? Yeah. Now everyone has their own ideas how to do that, but like, uh, but everyone, just, some people just believe that their way is is right, and the other way is completely wrong. Oh yeah, that, but that's the crazies on the sides. That's the, that's bu- the, those, the, that, those the are the bubbles that they in live the in. the wings. Yeah. yeah. So the, any anything that you say that even slightly differs from my point of view is an attack on my character. Yeah, and I, like like even my cousins in uh like when they li- who live in California like they are they're extremely wealthy so like mm-hmm. they're um they're they really wanted they voted for they want to vote for Trump. Mm-hmm. Now the reason being is like they don't give a shit about his uh like uh just, well not all of them just some of them they want to they, they would vote for trump just because of uh um they disagree with his they disagree with his like his his you know how his ranting and mm-hmm. well, they don't they know he's an idiot right but yeah, like yeah. but they said like you know we would vote republican just because it benefits us when that, it comes but to that's like that's what it is they're that, not voting trump they're not voting they're for voting trump republican. they're voting republican yeah. right but the, 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 my cousin said like you know if i had the opportunity i would vote for trump you can't because he's a british citizen right mm-hmm. but like so um so yeah, it would make it makes it goes it makes financial sense for us to 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 vote for to vote Republican, right? Mm-hmm. But 
the overall message that the liberals were saying that the, uh, were saying they said, you know what, I can't in good conscience uh, uh, vote for Trump because like vote Republican, right? Because so many other other ideas yeah. are against what we believe in, right? I would selfishly vote for Republican just so I could, you know, my taxes would go down. Yeah. So like that's a uh, that's that's where you have to like you know what, I understand money is one thing, but we're not poor. Yeah, exactly. So, and like we would, I understand we would benefit from this. How are you gonna feel about it though? Yeah, but like I could not. But knowing that I voted for that guy, mm-hmm. yeah, like no, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. <laughs> Can't look at myself in the mirror. Exactly. So the morning after you do some coke. Yeah. You look at yourself afterwards like I'm an awful person. I know my nose is twice as big, I and I'm like I can't do anywhere. Can I just like die and be reborn better? Yeah. I don't know what I did. So yeah, I, did I, th- I, do I think um uh yeah, I think people have to. Maybe that's the next uh, big renaissance when it comes to like uh, people. Just like you know what? Maybe everyone just listens to get to each other more. <laughs> well, we're due for something. <laughs> I mean, we're either gonna implode or grow. I know, and I th- it, I just think that uh, there's. I think most people are. I think most people are are just. Most people are good people. I I tend to believe that. I think I so. tend to believe that most people are good, and they are just like I said. The the noisiest ones are also the smallest group, yeah. but they're just really noisy. Yeah, and I think the thing is that there's the noisiest people are the ones who are, sadly, uh, um, are the ones that because like like the big the what, what's biggest in the news is government stuff, mm-hmm. and, uh, and they're terrified and they're terrified of it, right? So yeah. then everyone has to like point out their. Uh, their opinions on it, right? And then that gets the news. No, like no one, get, no one on, the, no one on CNN cares about how 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 happy me and you exactly. are. Exactly. No one gives a shit about. They're that. all like they're all scared. Yeah. Like you're you're looking at that. Um, like I said, there's that that minority of white people who are terrified. Yeah. And they're afraid that the minorities are coming for them, mm-hmm. and they're gonna end up being smaller, and we're gonna overtake, and next thing in the world's gonna be like people of color. Yeah. There are the um, I would imagine a lot of phobics, a lot of like transphobic transphobic people. There's like people who are afraid of know, like racially phobic people. There are them as well. They're noisy. They're loud, mm-hmm. and they're everywhere. There are probably trans people and LGBTP, uh, LGBTP, whatever it is, Q, P, L, M, N, O, P, L, B, G, T, Q. Yeah, the, whatever. I think I said it wrong. But they're they're scared because they're not being heard. You know, they have genuine issues that need to be addressed that aren't being heard. There's all these people who are scared. And then there there are people who are out there willing to help all of them. Mm-hmm. But they're not being heard because it's easier to report on the fear. Mm-hmm. And like the, the people yelling on the street, the intolerance, the tolerance of intolerance is cowardice. Yeah. That sign, that, who, I want to look at that. I don't want to look at the peace sign. No. That guy's happy. No. You know, he's promoting peace. I want to look at the guy who's freaking out. What's he freaking out about? Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody called somebody a name. I don't know. Fucking, he's just nuts. Yeah, we don't uh, know. It's more fun, and it gets more clicks to to show people freaking out. Oh yeah, there's a, and I think people who are, um, who are professionally angry at people, mm-hmm. and they just want to be noticed. But but in that, I gotta say, I mean, we are overlooking a lot of like world news right now too, because we're so like distraught with like westernized news, like this weird, like this, you know, where the one we are the one percent. Yo, you know, I I agree. Like that's why I don't focus on uh, yeah on, on what what's like the United States and stuff and the the impeachment process and all. I don't give yeah, a shit about crap. that anymore. But I don't like care. we got the we Democrats look away don't. From that. Yeah, the Democrats don't even care about. They that. don't care. Even the, even the Democrats, the ones who are campaigning. Yeah. Uh, the the Democrats are destroying the Republicans in the in the in the in the elections right now. Yeah. And uh, even they ask them like when they ask the the all the the candidates like mm-hmm. when they're uh, when they're going around. They ask about the impeachment process. The Democrats don't even get an answer. They, like, sh- they don't care because they, they know, know where to go. With they it. they know 
they they know they said you know you guys don't want to hear about that shit mm-hmm. that's all bullshit he goes we're focusing on what's going to fix the country yeah that's what because i know that's what you guys care about you guys will care about jobs you guys care about health health care that's what we're focusing on. The impeachment process that has nothing to do with us. It's got nothing to do with us. Yeah, no, so. but what I meant though is like because of that, we get to, like, we get to complain and yell and scream and do our thing. Yeah. In in the safety of our homes and the safety of our streets, for the most part, we're all pretty safe out here. Oh yeah. But like Hong Kong, Turkey, Iran, Syria, mm-hmm. like, there's all these little uprisings that are happening that we're not paying enough attention to, mm-hmm. and it just seems like, like we got we got to start looking outside of our bubble more. Because there's a lot of yeah, shit going on. Yeah, there's a the lot of shit going that on. That is going to affect like, the way the world works. Yeah, like, like the the uprising in Spain uh, that happened a little while ago. Yeah, and uh, didn't like nothing in the news. Nothing in the news. Like nothing in the news. Yeah, and it was massive. Yeah, there's a uh, and then what's going on in Hong Kong? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's uh, there's stuff that going on in Indonesia. There's like there's there's so there's many. There's a lot going on right yeah, now. Yeah, so I think people should like open their eyes and just not focus on like like who gives a shit about the impeachment process? Let it go. Like they people yeah. that's that has nothing to like that's just uh, there's a, there's an election coming up. Yep. Because like if that impeachment process happens and like and Trump's going through the impeachment process and when the elections come up, yeah, you know like that that's gonna be a show. Just leave it. <laughs> let's let it go. It's, 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 that's just television. Yeah, that's our version yeah. of uh, the West Wing. Yeah, all you have to do is either watch TV. And if you want to see the impeachment process, it's gonna be on TV for yeah, everyone to it's see. It's gonna right? be always there. And if if you want them out, just vote. That's yeah. Number one thing you should do is vote. That's yeah, it. I don't know. I don't even know how much I care about that. We're Canadian. We don't have Canadians like watch it for the entertainment. Yeah, that's the entertainment value, yeah, right? That's, that, that's why I can't like whenever whenever somebody really gets into it with me, I'm like, who gives a shit? Like, it's not gonna affect me in my day to day life at all. Even even the people who are like uh, in America, like yeah, their day to day. What the fuck did Trump like? Like, how did he affect your day to day living? Yeah, he's a freak, and he's noisy. Yeah, and I mean, he is ramp. Like I said, he is ramping up those the the farthest of the far right. Yeah, but they're a small group, and eventually they are gonna be dead. So just. Friggin' ride yeah, the boat. Yeah, if you're living on the coast, man, you're fine. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the music. Nick, that was a pleasure. Yeah, it was a good one. It was, it was good. We kind of had a bunch of stuff, and then there was a, a bunch of crap that went haywire, and then there was a lot of random yeah. thoughts at the end. And fuck Rambo. Yeah, you know, like, seriously. It should have been... <laughs> it's Escape Plan. That's what ended on that. <laughs> it's Escape Plan Part 5. That's all that was. It's just... It's crap. Is there, the, Escape Plan's a trilogy, right? Was it a trilogy? I think so, yeah. I don't know. I know Devin Sal wasn't a new one. Oh, fuck. Uh, I think that's the end of it. All right. Peace out. Cool, lady homies. <laughs>